Attention, this is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> Couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right idea. It's time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Hey, hey, this is uh, episode uh, 60. 60 of You Watch I Listen. 60. Uh, I am Dan. I am Taylor. I am sitting here with my co-host Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm awful. Uh, we got, oh, this is your theme song, by the way. Why is it like from the 19 fucking It's Laurel 30s? and Hardy's theme song. Yeah. But this is how I picture you when you're walking. Actually, honestly, this is like Mike V's theme song when he used to walk. Yeah, it's more Mike But it's, it, this is now your theme song every time we introduce you. All right, dude. Laurel and Hardy rules. <laughs> All right. And uh, we have Joshy Engineer here. Hi, Joshua. Boom! And uh, we have uh, two friends sitting in with us. We're actually getting diverse this week because we have our first... Uh, he's a returning guest and our first uh, gay guest we had on, Matt Spooner. Hi, Hello. Matt. And uh, we have our first... Uh, um, Go ahead. Uh, person of color. Use your is words. Is that the right vernacular? Uh, that is. All right. Yes, I speak for all and, black and people, so yes. You speak for all of them. <laughs> and uh, that that would be Kenyatta. Hey, guys. What's thanks up? for coming. What's up, fellas? Uh, mostly Kenyatta wanted to see how the magic's made in here. Yes. He was very interested, so I'm excited he's here. One of my oldest friends. Two of my oldest friends. One so. of the f- Loki, one of the funniest dudes ever. Yeah, randomly, Legit. though. Uh, but before we get started, let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. Guys, let's talk about <laughs> sex. Good sex. Remember the days when you're always ready to go? Mm-hmm. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. 
And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. I tried Blue Chew again recently, and Reason. while my partner may not have been happy about my stamina, I certainly was. <laughs> now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's also for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Most guys talk a good game, but if you're one and done, Blue Chew can help you for your follow-through for round two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships, ships straight to your door in discreet packaging, so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for you, watch, I listen listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your fr first shipment free when you use our promo code YWIL. That's Y as in you, W as in weight, like Taylor's, I as in igloo, L as in lasso. <laughs> Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E Chew.com. Promo code Y W I L to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring You Watch I Listen. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Okay, Me? so, no, no, I don't appreciate you at Fair. all, dog, for okay. real. Uh, so, <laughs> last night there was actually a big UFC card, right? It's actually a big night for betting. Now, yes, I didn't you, do well. No, <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people didn't do well, uh, specifically on one flight, but. Do you know what website I use to put my bets on? Can I guess? No, you can't. Okay, tell so me. So I use BetDSI. Now, but like, why do I use BetDSI? That's a great question, Dan. Let me answer that for you. BetDSI has been paying winners for over 20 years, and it's one of the top-rated betting sites on all the betting review sites. You use your sports knowledge, and you get make some extra cash this week. Don't ring the bell. BetDSI is a very friendly user interface and a mobile site. Mobile. BetDSI is the fastest payouts in the industry. It's simple. You no, play, you win. You shut up with your pantomiming bullshit. <laughs> God damn it. I wasn't talking, to be fair. I said pantomiming. That's not a word. I didn't say you were talking. That's not a word. Pantomiming made it worse because now we're interrupting the middle of Taylor's read because I can't figure out what you're trying sorry to Sorry about Josh, Taylor. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. sorry about both of you. <laughs> Fuck off. BetDSI offers betting options on everything. MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, and all other major sports. Politics, reality TV, esports, virtually anything. You can bet on pro wrestling. You can bet on pro wrestling. Honestly, what you can do is you can honestly bet against the Mets because you should. It, it, that's almost a lock every Absol single every day. time. Um, you know, you tried live betting at BetDSI where you can bet on games from start to finish, every play, every minute until the very end. Hey, Josh, do me a favor. Drink a it. fucking lava lamp, dick. <laughs> sit on it first. <laughs> now, new members. Are you done? For now. Okay, good. New members get a 100% bonus match when, uh, when using the promo code YWYL. Stands for You Watch, I Listen. That's more than double your money to start winning today. I play there myself, and I recommend BetDSI if you want to add a little extra extra <laughs> extra excitement to the sports you You'd be dead if it wasn't for my David. <laughs> or any <laughs> other sports you are watching. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code YWIL and get this limited-time 100% bonus match offer and a $25 free wager to test the waters. Don't miss out and go make some extra cash this betting season. It's only a game until you bet at bet DSI, Josh. You know, I just Josh, I was having Josh's I was having a shitty week to begin with, and the last right, thing well, let's I needed, talk about that. Let's talk about the last Taylor, thing I Taylor. needed is you being not funny. Taylor, Fuck you. Josh was playing the sound clip of the the uh, the Broncos Ravens playoff game when Joe Flacco hit Jacoby Jones down the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, dude, it's full circle. He's our quarterback now. That is God, true. Damn it. But yeah, you um, bet. So, so what were you just said? You just said you had a bad week. Uh, what was wrong with your week, Taylor? Just a very busy week. I can't stand my landlord. He's really just still. A piece that, of well, I saw you this week, and you were having issues with him on the phone. And I also oh, did, yeah, I forgot you were there for that. I yeah. got really fucked up that night. Yeah, I, think I was we a both mess. Did. I was a mess. Like I, I was worried for a minute. I, I showed up, and they were watching Into the Spider Verse, and everyone's eyes is just so fixated on all the. I was just up sitting there like farting and not realizing it. I was all kinds of fucking twisted. Um, Josh, how was your week? Um, better than Taylor's. I guess apparently. so. Uh, Spooner. Well, my week is always better than Taylor's. No, I don't believe that actually. Uh, Kenyatta, uh, pull the cl- mic closer. Why don't you, why you hold it? No, no, no. It's a ten foot mic. No, no, he he wants to use the boom arm. He wants to let him yeah, use there. it. Uh, my week was good. You know, you know, MLK. You know, just MLK. MLK. Yeah. What does MLK have to do with anything? MK Ultra. Fourth of July, and then. Reverend Al Sharpton and all that. Oh, Cochran, just, Cochran, yeah, Cochran. I know yeah. Jesse Jackson. Just, just to show Precious. appreciation for America. It, I got it was, you. It was, it was good. That's fair. That's cool. Because we're fighting a good fight. Yeah. Um, clearly. Uh, you know who we had a better week then? Who do we have a better week? Uh, Tyler then? Skaggs and Jared Lorenzen. Oh, easy. <laughs> well, no, because they died. Yeah, I, that's what I'm talking. Thanks about. for explaining. <laughs> like, we figured that out. Like they're both dead. Um, I, it's I, sad. It's I, very I sad. I feel bad for Tyler Skaggs. He's well, only that's 27. Terrible. He's a I mean, kid. I mean, 38 was all Jared Lorenzen was. I know th- that's th- and he was part. He was a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Did you? And he was actually a huge part of that. Um, the David Tyree catch. He was the one yeah. that was teaching Eli yeah. the bouncing off the defenders is what obviously led to the the play, which that was even better than the pass and the catch was him breaking out of the tackle. Should have blew the whistle. So they're both um, they're both dead. Um, so there's always that's, that. That does. Um, all right, let's get into our reviews for the week. Um, uh, who's so, going first? Uh, Kenyatta, you pick. Who goes first? Taylor or Dan? Um, Taylor. Yeah. All right. So you gave me 28 days. 28 later. days later. Classic. I was talking to Kenyatta about it earlier this week when we were hanging out. Uh, yeah, go for it. So it's uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting movie. But I want to say, for all the people that decided to talk shit about The Long Night, you couldn't see shit, go watch 28 Days Later. It's completely different. 28 Days Later is honestly hard to watch the way it's filmed. Um, it's well, a, they it's, filmed it with... It was one of the first fit movies it's, to it's, use it's the like, lightweight cameras, so it felt I, like a documentary that's almost. That's right. So it, like when I'm trying to pay attention, and there's a bunch of there's, there's a bunch of different jump cuts. So it's, Correct. Tr- it's trying to simulate the... Um, the intensity like, and uncertainty of everything going on around them. Yeah, Exactly. So that I understand, but it is it is very hard to watch. Sure. Um, it's not easy. There were a lot of parts where I just was very unsettled, like the stuff with the oh yeah, with, with the when they had to dress the chick down because she wanted to put the the dress on and stuff oh yeah, like when that. the whole like, like military. I mean, the the scene for me is that, that is that Voldemort that guy? No, no, that wasn't Ray Fiennes. That was um he was in the leftovers. He he's, wasn't. The yeah, leftovers. he's the preacher on the first season on all the seasons. Of the he's leftovers. another guy. He has like one of the best insults in movie history when it's like stop beating the copier. It's an inanimate object. Like, yeah. You're an inanimate. Fucking object, <laughs> like that's that guy. And yep. uh, but it, like I guess it's I see where a lot of the the zombie stuff today has gone. Absolutely, um, uh, the post-apocalyptic the, zombie type stuff. Dude, the way it opens is like it, the oh. first the first half hour of the movie is almost pretty much the first episode. When of he Walking Dead. when he wakes up in the hot and he's going through England and the music starts picking up. And his and dick he, is out. Why? Well, why not? It's why not? Murphy. It's a scarecrow's dick. Hey, Spooner, shut up. How many Batman <laughs> villains have you seen the dicks of? Uh, none. They, well, they, now you've seen one. When? Hey, Cillian Murphy, he's Scarecrow. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's Scarecrow. That was like one of his first big movies. Um, the scene for me that's my favorite scene, and that was the difference from 28 Weeks Later, which is still a really good sequel, but it's more action-oriented. You didn't really care about the characters. That's kind of what I was thinking going into yeah, it, Yeah, in this honestly. one, you cared about the characters. I mean, each of them very empathetic, specifically the father-daughter relationship with Yo, Hannah. Yo, Mad-Eye Moody, dude. And when, when he turns... That, that scene to me is gut-wrenching. Completely gut-wrenching. Yeah, when they just blow him away in front of him, and you just see like the, the chick and his daughter just watching him get yeah, blown Yeah, correct. Away. And the, the intensity, I think the music sets everything perfectly because yeah. the score just crescendos as the scene goes wild. And those last 25 minutes of that movie are out of control. It is nuts. Um, like just, uh, I like the the take that it's not, they're just not like a zombie. It's rabies. It's, it's, r- it's rabies. rabies. Yeah. It's like an infection. And just because I wanted to see, I took a newer zombie movie that came, I watched World War Z sure. again. Just sure. to kind of like gauge, like which was see, d- very heavily influenced so by I World wanted to Wars see certain, by Twenty Eight Days Later. See certain things that I could sure. see where, where they took things from Twenty Eight Days Later, where they might have t- put their own spin on it. Yeah, um, it's very influential, and it's hard for me not to not to like the movie. But I, I personally wouldn't watch it again. Sure, um, I, I'm going to give it a six just okay. because I, I don't see any replay value, and I see where a lot of the influence comes from. Absolutely, but nice. this movie was pretty sweet. Okay, cool. But it's only a six. All right, so the album you gave me was Mayday Parades: A Lesson in Romantic. Came out 2007, as you described it, one of the big uh, pillars of the emo genre, correct? Emo pop punk, yeah, Um, 2007, 2006. Yes, this was a really good album. Uh, The song you highlighted was Jamie All Over, which is the first song on the the album, which I gave a five. Um, The the thing I like about the album is each song kind of flows into the the next one perfectly, Mm. and they all feel connected somehow. The stories they're telling are very, very similar, but going down a different path. Mm -hmm. Um, The acoustics or the the piano-driven songs are really good. Lyrically, Great musically, pretty damn good. Um, the structure of the songs I like in each one of them. Nothing feels out of place. Nothing got less than a three on this album. Cool. Um, I don't know what band to compare them to. It's they're, they're especially that's this, the thing. I, th- this era of Mid-A Parade is hard because I I just I just call them they're just Mid-A Parade. Yeah, like I, really I was trying to think like to there was some stuff that sounded like early Taking Back Sunday yeah. and even like louder now. Some of the stuff sounded like early um early on early November. Yeah. Some of the stuff mm-hmm. um the way it was structured, but overall this album from start to finish was a very easy listen. Nothing felt like a chore. Uh, I've listened to it probably 10, 15 times this week. Um, my so- best songs on it were Jamie All Over. Um, if you wanted a song written about you which is a really long title so I didn't write the whole fucking thing and um, the last song also got a five which was You Be the Anchor yeah um, you, no, could, you could blame Fall Out Boy for those ridiculously long song there's titles there's definitely a, a Fallout Boy old Fall Out Boy feel to a lot of these songs yeah. um, and you're specifically like Grand Theft Auto from under the yeah well the stuff. thing that specifically made me think of Fall Out Boy was the way the bass player and the drummer were completely in key with each other they were really leading it even more than the guitar mm. that, that, that's, that's Jason Lancaster he, like I he is an, an amazing vocalist as well uh, this was an awesome album, I'll give it a 4 out of 5. Sick, I'm stoked you liked it. Alright, so for episode Wait, 6... Wait, so no Arcade Fire? Oh, no. no! Wait, would you that like... the best album ever made! <laughs> they got a Grammy! According to Ralph, that, that's, that's what it said. And according that's to Kenyatta, Ralph sounds like a Muppet. Yes. <laughs> what, is, what is that noise? <laughs> what is it actually does sound a like a foghorn? I love it. Um, So, uh-huh. for episode 60, every 10th episode, we'd like to switch it up and do... I give Be you, more uh, funny! I give you an album, you give me a movie. Uh, so I'll go first since I just finished. Okay. Um, I asked you about this, uh, band, one, one of these two bands specifically, and I'm going to stick with one of their bands, and this album was specifically their first breakthrough album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you Incubus, Make Yourself. Uh, this album came out in 1999. Um, I will say, without Incubus, when you, when you listen to this album, you hear what I'm saying. Right. There would be no band like Linkin Park, because yeah. they were one of the first bands to 
mix a metal sound, uh, rapping, uh, a DJ in there. Lyrically, they're great. Musically, they're great. There's a ton of hits on this album from Pardon Me, which was their first big radio Pardon. hit. Um, um, is Drive on this or not? Drive yeah. is on here. The best song on it was one of their biggest singles, and that's Stellar, which is an unbelievable song. Hell yeah. Um, I Miss You is a really good song. Uh, it, the whole album, start to finish, is great. The album before this was called Science, and that was way more of like a metal-type album, and it's also great. And this actually is not my favorite Incubus album. I do like um, Morning View a little more, but I think Make Yourself is so important important to that album because it's when Incubus kind of wasn't as heavy and they were bleeding into more of a, a rock type band. Uh -huh. I wouldn't give you a single Incubus album after Morning View because they would completely shit the bed after What's that. It, what, Morning View? Is Morning it? View is this al the other album I was thinking about giving oh, you, but this one? album is Make Yourself. Make Yourself. Yeah, okay. and um, it's one of my favorite albums. This genre, this Dude. era of Incubus from uh, their first EP, which is Fungus Among Us, to their first album, Science, to this one, uh, Make Yourself in the Morning View, there isn't a single song on there I would ever skip Dude, over. I've, def I've definitely I've seen Incubus live. The, yeah, la the last amazing. year, the last year that Bamboozle was 2012 down Asbury, they were the headliner, and I, I, I knew the hits. That yeah, was of course, about of it. course. But like, there, there was just an incredible live show. They, well, they he, really blew me the away. The lead singer Brandon Boyd, he is an unbelievable singer, and so many bands after them tried to copy that sound. Specifically, Hoobastank came in trying to sound exactly like Incubus, except they weren't near the musicians, near the lyricist. And I mean, Brandon Boyd could hit a third octave when he sings, yeah, which isn't something particularly ridiculous. easy to do. Mm. So my pick for you. This week, uh, Incubus, make yourself. So now I'm. I was. I was gifted with the daunting task of giving Dan a movie. Yeah, good luck finding a movie I haven't seen. seen. So I really, when I say I have to dig deep, I legitimately have to find really stupid movies. Yeah, he's got to go to like Betamax. So <laughs> the movie I'm giving you this week, and I, and uh, it's. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! I'm gonna give you the movie Battleship. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what a scumbag! <laughs> That means Taylor actually watches this movie. No, <laughs> he's playing no. sound clips of me screaming in the background. So the only reason I'm even giving you that is because that's the only one I could think of that you definitely haven't no, seen. No, I, I definitely haven't. It's on sci-fi. Like, Dude, it is... It's okay, on sci-fi every other day. It's on sci-fi every other hour. So... Uh, uh, if you're gonna watch this movie, make sure you are nice and uh, uh, take my medicine. Yes, definitely take your medicine because I have not laughed at a movie that was tried to be serious <sighs> this hard ever than I was at this fucking stupid piece of shit. That's like most Nicolas Cage movies. I laugh at them <laughs> and I'm not supposed to. Like his daughter's dead, and I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> Dude, there's one part that literally just has me rolling thinking about it. It's 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 interesting for sure. Okay, so Battleship starring Rihanna. Uh yeah, yeah. and <laughs> she, uh, she and Liam Neeson. Okay, and, Liam and Neeson, Tyler dude uh, from John Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in it. Oh, yeah, you saw John Carter. I did actually. I did. Why'd you see that, Kenyatta? Give him the mic, Spooner. I need to understand it, because it was on Netflix, and I, I just saw it. Was it as bad as everyone said it was? It wasn't that. It really wasn't that bad. Only because Mark Strong. I like Mark Strong. So he it's kind of it, like you. Your expectations were so lowered, kind of like what the first time you saw Batman like, oh, versus Superman. Cool. Yeah. Like I was like my expectations for Batman you know versus Superman were so low. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Especially if it's not. Netflix, why, why not? If you got nothing else, Fair, yeah. check it out. Yeah, That's true. All right, cool. So check we got our out. picks like for the it. week. Uh, obviously, we flipped uh, Make Yourself, Incubus, and uh, Battleship. I, I, All right. I'm now, because we fucked up the last two weeks and we read out these guys at the end, we're going to remember, no thanks to Josh, um, thinking about advertising. Are you? You should call Lobo Sound. Yeah. If you need a website, you should be called Lobo Sound. So Lobo hard. Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, Polish have made Lobo Sound a, a fixture in Chicago's radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound is not limited to just Chicago. <sighs> 
Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New York, New, New Jersey, oh, Montecito, yes. California. Wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach who you want to reach, when you want to reach them, on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or visit them at lobosound.com. Again, that is www.lobosound.com. And if you mention you watch I listen, you will get a 10% discount. 10%. So visit so visit lobosound.com or call them at 630-244-9704. All right, sick. Now, from coming from our homies over at the Hashtag Shots for Legs podcast. Guess what, bros and broads? What's that? Fudge and Finn's Hashtag Shots for Legs podcast is bringing video into the mix. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able... Oh, I fucked up. You will now be able to watch them See? stream their episodes every Saturday night at 11 p.m. Eastern you. Standard Time. <laughs> My name is you. Your favorite boost-consuming podcast will be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories, streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Put in these uh, links on your web browser Type right now. Type them in on... Uh, Netscape. On Netscape. <laughs> Go to Internet Explorer. <laughs> or Juno. Or type it in the yeah. LimeWire. Check it out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Shots for Legs Podcast. Tits.tv. That's what I said. I would love Tits TV. I mean. <laughs> it's just titties. It's like. I'm a, sure that's a paid an thing. Idiocracy. An idiocracy. <laughs> the movie that won Best Original Screenplay was just called Ass. It's just. The whole. The, the movie screen is just an ass farting. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch.tv. Go away, bait. Slash Shots for Legs. Drink a <laughs> You're missing all the sound clips, Spooner. You're missing Brock Lesnar. Uh, Mixer.com slash Shots for Likes, or you go to CakeFarts.com, or visit ShotsForLikesPodcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up top to watch them on YouTube. Drink with us, and as always, no don't be cunts. I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday party. <laughs> <laughs> it's those monkey <laughs> Dude, oh no, Kenyatta, he's playing the sound clips of like when you watch like, a movie on TNT and they, they take the cuss words and out. It was, it was oh, snakes oh, on a plane. Like, he did this, what like, are monkey fighting snakes? <laughs> on a Monday to Friday plane. I think the monkey fighting snakes are, you saw them in The Wizard of Oz. It's oh. what the witch sent out. I mean, or no, um, the, the one he did last week was. Uh, are they snakes with monkeys in the mouth or are they monkeys with snakes in the mouth? I don't appreciate Could you put the your racial. headphones on normally, yeah, please. The, the racial, I have to take this hat no, off. No, not, not you. I, him. No, I need to too because this is like killing my ear. I'm going to get cauliflower ear from this fucking hat. Um, okay, so uh, Josh and I saw a movie this week, Taylor. Uh, what movie did you see? We went and saw Midsummer. How but, uh, good was it? All right, so Midsummer. I actually, Josh, I don't know about you, but I've had a hard time getting it off my mind, like a lot of the stuff from the movie. Dude, a lot of it was so, like, just visually disturbing, right? Correct. And it's like hereditary. Yeah. yeah there's there's a lot, lot of those different. things that it's going to it's it's way different than hereditary. Um in hereditary, you know how the first like 30 minutes leads up to Charlie's head. Charlie's head. Charlie's head coming off. Yeah. The first, it's like the first 30 minutes. So something real life horrific happens in the first 10 minutes uh -huh. of the movie. Yeah. And it's just as like, holy shit. It's like, what and, do you do now? And for someone, like a per on a personal note, having dealt with people in their family that are mentally ill and you get those kind of texts and emails where you're like, can you trust that they're not going to hurt themselves? Mm -hmm. And take a guess. You can take an idea on where it goes from there. Yep. I was like, Josh could tell you, I was sitting here like this with my hand over my mouth. I was like, oh, Jesus. I was bugging out most of the movie. And then it lures you into this sense of security based on the way it's filmed. I was going to say, just from the trailer, it, it looks, seems, it, yeah. you'd think you're watching an Easter movie because it's bright and it, the, the colors pop, the yellows, the blues, the greens. And 
if this, I can understand why some people are not going to like it because this is probably one of the most unique horror films I've ever seen. If it was filmed dark and gloomy, it would have mm-hmm. still been a good movie, yeah. but it wouldn't have been unsettling for me because the fact that they lured you in into this this and it, it's kind of what the characters went through. And we've talked about how Hereditary is was about mental illness and grief and loss. This is a movie about a relationship ending. It's entirely about a couple breaking up, a couple that was on the fritz. Something like, is that the entire movie, or it, it is more or less about a couple breaking up with the Ariaster typical crazy shit starts happening. The right. occult, uh, like paganism, more or less. Right. And um, the kid from Where the Millers, the weird looking kid, he was oh, in it. Yeah, he was eyebrows. fucking oh, hilarious. Eyebrows. Like yeah. this movie was ve- Dude, just his facial expressions are hilarious. The, he was hilarious in this. <laughs> this movie was low key hilarious too. Like the the way he broke up the tension with comedic moments was perfect but there was so much just like hereditary so many little things put into it that would require multiple viewings really but those those visual things like the horrific shit that happens you'll literally be like this i came out of the theater i told you when i saw hereditary i walked out and i was like fucking terrified now this did not do the same thing to me but it unsettled me in the same way that there's just things that go ahead kenyatta yeah is it like when you say disturbing like a serbian film disturbing oh well nothing's as disturbing as a serbian film but there is it like like the killer like very very graphic, um, very. It, it kind of leaves you wondering where it's all going, and like picture yourself being a tourist going to a co- a commune that lives on completely different rules, and you just think, oh, this is their culture, it's different, and then shit starts going haywire. Yeah. And the girl in the movie was amazing, uh, Florence Pugh, I believe her name is. She was fantastic. Um, again, just like Tony Collette in Hereditary, when real shit happens, her performance really sold it. Like you felt sympathetic to her. So, and, so let me ask you a question because sure. uh, as far as like the gore factor, like, like is it more like like disturbing, like fucks your head up? There's or, one part. Yeah. That, okay. Now Josh so, and I both were like. Now is it like Green Inferno fucked up? Yeah, I would say it's probably close to Green Inferno. Because like, Green, Green Inferno, I I finally decided to watch it's it. It's so and, funny. Like, it's so. Awesome. Oh, some green inferno. Oh my god! Uh, it was so entertaining, and because it was so campy, this was not campy. As far as artistry and the way it's directed and written, Ari Aster might be the best guy going in horror. It's between him and Jordan Peele right now. The way they tell a story yeah. with their filmmaking. Have you ever seen Us, dude? Oh yeah, uh, Us. Yeah, he just good. watched it. Oh, yeah. Us was great. So it, the fact that you have these two amazing young minds in horror right now that are making completely unique stories that also have a comedic element to them, driven by awesome acting on top of it. Well, That's the biggest thing that I should be pointed out is that while there are so many great horror movies out there, you're almost willing to accept mediocre acting in some of them yeah. because you expect it to be a little campy. These are like real stories and the performance like Lupita Nyong'o in Us was incredible. Incredible. Uh, the, Daniel, what's that. his name? Daniel uh, from Get Out, the, the main kid. He was, he was great uh, in it. Day Lewis? No, not Daniel Day Lewis. Oh get out. Get, Abraham Lincoln? You get out. Yeah. Um, but Midsummer, it was just... I, I don't, the closest the two movies I could say it the story compares to are Wicker Man and one I gave oh, you recently oh, Eyes Wide not not the Nicolas Cage one oh, the original all time the all time yeah. great Wicker Man and I guess Back in some ways probably like Eyes Wide Shut a little bit because about the occult. And Eyes Wide Shut's trippy. It's man. definitely a long yeah. movie. It is a very deliberate slow burn, which in oh. a movie like this I appreciate because it flew by for me, Josh. I don't know about you. For two and a half hours, yeah. it just went like that. And then when it ended, I was like, this is over. And I kind of like the ending, too. I know some people are indifferent to it, but I like endings that make me just sit there like with my feelings. Yeah. And I had some weird fucking dreams from it. Just he, he doesn't go over the top on the gore, like where you just see people getting dissected. Right. He uses it so effectively that instead of like a jump scare... 
it's that where and it's like it only shows the gore for what like three seconds so you just like oh but shit but it's like enough to just like, like when they yeah. showed remember they showed Charlie's head for a second in Ugh. Hereditary like that like there's just quick Dude, little things up. he only showed her saw in her head with the piano wire for like a second but that's the proper way to use gore effectively in these kind of movies. Me up, dude, the so, oh, the piano wire was disturbing in Hereditary. It's like the opposite that, of like Saw and Hostel that where, became overly yeah, Hostel was fucked, man. And I don't oh mind. I don't mind those kind of movies, but they also didn't have the type of multi-layered story like this does. It was just like very one-dimensional. On here's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Saw was Saw was what do you call torture porn? Same thing with yeah, Hostel, exactly, right? But not the first one. The first one actually. First Saw. Had it, well, the first yeah, Saw didn't wasn't really until the end. The second Saw was that bad either with it the second yeah. saw wasn't that the only part in saw two and this fucked me up more than any of them was when the girl got thrown into the mm. pit of syringes mm. that was disgusting and you just see him sticking out of her arms and her body right, and that? then the big reveal is that she was working with jigsaw the whole time spoiler alert oh, um <laughs> so it came out what 10 years ago yeah saw two i mean because saw one only was what 2004 ago? i want to say well now uh, they're doing, doing the remake how, what? how, yeah, old, how much reboot? old you guys yeah, than me you guys are three years older than me right you guys yeah. all graduated the same year no he was uh spooner was a year older than me, josh and i Kenyatta was about 10. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm three years older than you. Yeah, right. four. So I'll say, so you guys really were on this, the Saw hype train because I think I was... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, we, we, we might have gone college, and seen Saw in the theater know. together. Uh, yeah. What I'm thinking of, at least one of them I saw in the theater. Yeah, I saw, yeah. yeah. I think like three or four, one of them. I, so. I definitely like was into Saw for through the first three and then after, once I saw four, I'm like, all right, I get it. I, I was like, I, I'm I good. Saw, I saw the first one, and I was, I just, the first I one is like, still a good movie. It's, I, it's I, well I just done. Loved, I just loved, I, uh, who was, uh, the Car- first three kept my interest, yeah. and after that, just got to I, be I, I just, ridiculous. like, when Scary Movie made fun of it with Shaq and Dr. Oh, Phil. that was, that was actually pretty yeah. That was great. <laughs> he had to hit Make a foul a shot. Throw, asshole. Yes. Um, well, see, let me ask. So, uh, did anyone else watch all Stranger Things yet? No, I'm only five episodes in. Did everyone watch the whole thing? They did, so we can't really talk about it. Okay, that's, that's fair. I'm five in. I'm five deep. amazing, dude. I like it more than season two so far I, I still do don't too. like it as much yes. as season one I think it's gonna be hard to top season one at Dude, any point for me so, but. but basically for me after episode two I like my girlfriend and I we binged it from we watched the whole thing we were up to like three in the morning and we finished the whole fucking show on Saturday night and it was like all right, now what do we do? Now what do we watch? Might as well watch Shameless again. Yeah, well, now you have to wait another year and a half to two years to watch yeah. season four. Yeah, well, I, I'm like deep. Yeah, I don't it's think they can do that. I, I know. Yeah, you're finally catching up on that. Yeah, I'm in season eight already. They just added the most recent season of It's Always Sunny to Hulu as well, cause, yeah. and the new season starts in September. Um, so it's funny because we're talking about Stranger Things, and an actor they added to this season was in the original Saw was Carrie Elwes from um, uh, from Princess yes. Bride. Wait, that, that was Rob. That's, that's yes. Jonas from he, Twister. Yeah, it is, yes. dude. It's Jonas. awesome. It's He's Jonas. also in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yes. No, no one wants to talk about that movie. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the end of Mel Brooks being good, and I still like it. I like it, too. Yes. Yeah. I'm on one side of the river. I'm on <laughs> the <laughs> other side. <laughs> hey, you got Dave Chappelle in there, too. <laughs> yeah, he goes, achoo, bless you. <laughs> Blinken. Did you uh, say Abe Lincoln? Yeah. <laughs> um, so two um, long-running one especially long uh, re- running magazines is ending and a comic book just ended this week what comic? Um, so first off Mad Magazine is ending after 67 years right, that's, the, the that's OG rough. Mad Magazine is done uh, which is kind of crazy because without Mad Magazine 
you know, that was like an inspiration for National Lampoons and shit like that. Dude, a lot, a lot of these yeah, big the comedic actors. Like yeah. If you watch the Chris Farley documentary, the biggest thing he said when he was working for his father was that he, he didn't work. He had Mad, Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine was one of the first to do political satire, uh, race satire, just so, social issues and satire. And really they, funny shit. They've remained relevant for so long, but now I think the problem is just there's so many different ways people can get that kind of content That's now. Better, and it almost becomes too cartoonish. People have such a hard time with satire these these days, yeah, actually understanding what is funny. So if Mad, if you open Mad Magazine, you're reading an article, and it says when you're done, press this button, and a laugh track came up. They might find it funny then. <laughs> I mean, they convinced 10 million Americans every week that Big Bang Theory was funny via a laugh track. So it says Everyone a lot. Love that show, I know, but mostly middle America. Like if you look my, at what my, the ratings my, my for, my parents love that show. Yeah, well, their generation translates to like the middle middle America yeah, like sure. lifestyle. Because if you look at where the ratings came from for Big Bang Theory, it's all like the Midwest. Like in yeah. New York, California, not so much. But middle America loves it. They love those terrible sitcoms. And not only that, but Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men was another one. I never found that funny either. It just didn't. I mean, I don't like most sitcoms Charlie to be Sheen honest. Never, Old sitcoms. I never found Charlie Sheen that funny. Well, outside of outside of uh, Major League, yeah, that was like it. that's about it. And uh, he was never anything all but, that great. He's never been really a comedian. No, but actor. I, I think no. it's, it's just crazy to me how he was the highest paid actor in, on on TV. What was he making? Like six million dollars an episode? Yeah, so something crazy. Astronomical number. To be fair, he was great in Wall Street. Wall oh, Street's awesome, a legitimately uh, great movie. He and, was um what uh, he was in uh what was it uh. What's the Mighty war movie? Ducks? Gordon no. Bombay. No, that was his brother. No, what's the war? <laughs> no, what's the war movie he was in? Oh, what's, Platoon. He was in Platoon. Platoon. Right? Platoon. Yeah, Platoon. Was yeah, great. Platoon is probably it's arguably the best Vietnam Dude, movie. Dude, he's shooting it's the up gun there. at the guy with the one leg. Damn, you motherfucker! Dude, I was watching Apocalypse Now the other night, and I forgot that young Larry Fishburne is in that. Like, How, ni- like 19, that? 19 year old Larry Jesus Fishburne. Christ. When he was, Yo, he, Morpheus he was still Larry Matrix. Fishburne up until like right after Boys in the Hood. That was the last time I remember seeing him in a movie. He was in Boys in the Hood. Oh, he was great in Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood is. Still a great movie. That's like a timeless one that they mm-hmm. many movies have tried to recreate. They've tried making like cubes more in that too, right? Ice cubes in that. That's a, a Cuba, Cuba Gooding. Gooding. Yeah, yeah. When Cuba Gooding was still good before Snow Dogs and <laughs> redeemed himself with the and boat stuff. trip. Boat tri- oh my god, with Horatio Sands. Um, Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands was funny, but he, he was, was one of those guys in SNL that couldn't not laugh. Yeah, that was what bothered me. Like Jimmy him and Fallon, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. I, I wanted to punch Jimmy Fallon in his fucking face the, every time. The most fa- like again the cowbell skit. You look, Will Ferrell's doing the bit and he's biting the drumsticks. It was kind of funny he, there because right. like they were both realized how absurd. Like Will Ferrell's one of the greatest ever at not laughing, like keeping a straight face. Yeah, he really. The skit is. that always made, makes me think of where he was able to keep a straight face almost every time was in the hot tub with his wife. Dave, Love, lover, David, lover, David, David. <laughs> Why don't you come Dude, up to our there, room? There's, lover. Only, there's only one time I I, like, I remember. I remember when he broke character, it was like, uh, it was like Joan Cusack, and he was like, we lost your baby. And he's yeah. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost your baby. He's playing the doctor. Like, there's certain people when they start like actually laughing at themselves, I'll die laughing too. Will Ferrell is definitely one of them. The, honestly, the funniest SNL's been in a while was when Ryan Gosling could not keep a straight face. That was face. a good one. Hilarious. Yeah, SNL hasn't been good for a long, long it's rough, time. Dude. They have SNL's bits. You can catch man. skits here and there, but yeah, as a catch... whole episode, I agree. I, 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 I love, I, I, I know how you, you're not the biggest fan, but I love Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg in those, in those, like, those Lonely Island bits or like when he's doing cocaine and he's freaking out and he's doing like the dancing bit yeah, and stuff. Th- I've yeah. seen some Lonely Island like the the, Mar- the Mark McGuire Jose Canseco thing they put on Netflix that was pretty funny Dude, the, that, was that was funny there was the one Lonely Dude. Island skit in SNL I liked where um 
uh, oh, I forgot the name of it, where he's throwing shit on the floor. I threw it on the floor. I'm an adult, motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, that was funny, but, like, I never found Dick in a Box funny. I'm on a boat I didn't like. I'm that on was, a boat. Yeah. Cracks me up every bit, time, yeah. dude, because T-Pain is so ridiculous. That shit yeah. didn't do, like, anything But I, I loved, um, what was it? They were doing, uh, they did an, uh, an HBO thing, like a mockumentary of, like, the, I told you, Raphael Nadal yeah, thing. Correct. Seven Days in Hell. Yeah. And uh, Andy Sandberg plays, like, the badass tennis player he sits down for an interview all right well i forget the guy's name he goes well i just want to ask you for what got you in the tennis fuck you <laughs> yeah <laughs> no he i do like say i was watching fucking nick and nora's infinite playlist a couple weeks ago underrated, underrated movie underrated you always like that movie i dude i don't know why it's an underrated movie but there, andy got, Sam, great, got great music a, andy, too. great soundtrack andy sandberg's in it for two seconds and he's like hey baby bird let me ask you you ever make love to a dog <laughs> like, it's but, so random but even brooklyn 99 is I, a good I don't, very funny okay, i don't good love show. it but it when is. i've actually Put it on. I'm like, I get the appeal. Like, it's funny. Man. It, it's also one that I respect because it doesn't have to use a laugh track, mm. and I, I respect that. And the cast has very good chemistry. Uh, Terry Crews, I always like. And speaking of Terry Crews, this week announced what White Chicks Two in development. Really, with the original cast, Terry Crews. So I'm, gonna, coming I'm, back. Gonna, I'm gonna piss everyone off. I never liked White Chicks. Oh, you're man. fucking crazy, uh, dude. I'm White 100% Chicks. 100% with you on that. It's I, just, it was. I just, I never found it funny. White just, Chicks cracked me up, dude. dude when just, it came out, but it's the same thing. Like, I didn't like White Chicks. I still don't think Wedding Crashes is all that oh, funny. I really dude. don't. It's one it of those has things. its moments. Even like White Chicks, like Vanessa Carlton. When that, that, that shit's that, funny. That, yeah. that that's time. Watch yourself. That's time. He called me the. He called him a bag. Sorry, it's okay because this. Because <laughs> yeah, the bell, the bell makes it fine. Yeah, because this. No, but but like it's just one of those things. So just, it, I, I didn't find it. I funny. love Wedding Crashers, but I do think it got overrated because yes. it came out the same summer that Forty Year Old Virgin came out, and I thought that was significantly funnier. But most people I knew liked Wedding Crashers more, which I didn't fully understand. And also understand. that same summer, Anchorman came out as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anchorman was a, uh, it, that was big. That was Anchorman big was the spring because they didn't no because no it was in the summer. No, you're incorrect. Look up the release dates on them See, because they only cast Steve Carell in both of those because of his performance in Anchorman. Man. I'm about 90% sure no. you're incorrect on this. No, see, because because Judd Apatow worked with Steve Carell on Anchorman, and that's when he wanted him for 40 Year Old Virgin. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty was the first time they thought he could yeah, carry. Yeah, Bruce Almighty right. um, came out a year it, before. It might, that. You might be right. Almighty. I thought Bruce Almighty when he was he was, so the, it was July of 2004 was the guy. for Anchorman. You might be you might be right, Matt. Yeah, I might be mixing my dates up because I was on a lot of 40 drugs. 40 Year Old Virgin actually um that my, 40 Year Old Virgin no, it was a year later. French Prime Minister went My tiny nipples went to France. It was a year later. White chicks and Anchorman came out. Yeah, they were the same summer. Correct, yeah. I did not like Little Man that the that no, the Wayne's that was did. terrible. So you know what's funny too? I, the first time I ever watched Anchorman, hated it. When I watched most it again people, later, most people yeah. did. hilarious. It didn't blow up until and the it, until got on DVD. DVD yeah. yeah, it was like I saw it in the theater. I remember Dude. my mom took me and Jared to see it, yeah. and we were like in tears, like pissing our pants, laughing at it. Steve Carell alone just sold me when he's putting mayo in a toaster oven. <laughs> yeah. he's, I'm what some people call mentally retarded. <laughs> like, I have an IQ of 32. Yeah, dude, just uh, I just burnt my tongue. <laughs> like just the loud noises. I just love this, like the little just the, in the bears middle of could afternoon sell the men, smell the menstruation. <laughs> it was so fucking goofy. Um, so yeah, White Chicks too. Brick it'll make goes. a shit ton of money. Oh, definitely. That became yeah. a cult flick as it, well. No, it is. Yeah. yeah for um, sure. So. Um, are the, oh, I forgot to mention the other comic that's ending. It just ended it? this week after 193 issues. Abruptly, the Walking Dead comic came to an end. Wow! Uh, he did it on a, a random whim. Well, they killed Rick Grimes on the comic last issue, the previous issue. They actually killed Rick, um, and then he ended it this week. 
Um, I've only really read the first, like, maybe 30 issues of The Walking Dead. I never really dove into it deep. But obviously, one of the most important comics as far as, like, the grand scheme of things, when you think to go 193 issues, one a month for this long, and then it turns into a television empire as well, mm. even if they changed a lot of it. to just I mean, it, it's it's still it's very revolutionary. It's, it, it's and also it's very just crazy that he just was like, yep, done. I mean, I've, I, I, that just adds, to me, that adds more lore to it. You I know what so I mean? Too. Like, could he have kept going with it? Like, kind of like Seinfeld was still on top when he stopped doing it. Could he have kept going with Seinfeld? Probably. Probably. But he w- didn't want to also be one of these shows see, that just peters out at the see, end. that's the same thing. I stopped reading The Walking Dead stuff, honestly, after Shane died. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I, I, I stopped the show not too far yeah. after that either. You yeah, know what I mean? and I mean, it's crazy because people still talk like The Walking Dead, like, oh, their ratings are down. I'm like, yeah, but they're still, like, the top in their what? demographic. And what, their ratings go down like what? Sunday night. Yeah, they already go down what two points. It's yeah, still 15 like, and they also they, they're also smart enough to go head to head with the NFL because they're going to take the entire demographic that is not watching football. Yeah. And because the main demographic is going to be watching football, and it's the same thing when Everyone they talk about like room. WWE ratings. Vince is happy most of the time, although the ratings are abysmal lately. He's happy when they win their 18 to 34 demographic because that is the most important for him. But you know, it's also comes down to competition. The Walking Dead doesn't have any on Sunday nights for being on AMC. So what, like, dude, Walking Dead on their lowest rated episode is still higher than the highest episode ever of Breaking Bad. Like that says something. Yeah, hey, Breaking, Breaking Bad's Bad, ten times a significantly show. better show. Well, Breaking Bad was more of a cult following. Well, Breaking Bad got more popular as, as it went on, on and yeah. then people like binge it on Netflix before. Correct. I didn't start watching it until the second to last season. Mm-hmm. And then I, by the time I, I was caught up, it started. So that the was only, cool. The reason why I knew about Breaking Bad is because of Growhow. Mm-hmm. Growhow, he, he watched from the start. Growhow is one of those people, like he's one of the few that if he tells me to watch something, I go out of my way to do it. Like I have like a handful of people. Like Kenyatta is the one that told me to watch, listen to the Billie Eilish album. And I was like, shit, like it's, this is pretty dope. Yeah, but I was like. I was like, I don't know if I'm like a fucking fan, but the production, you specifically highlighted how good it sounds. Yeah, I had to listen to it twice just to make sure I wasn't tricked into it. But (laughs) it it is actually a really good album. But it it is deceptively uh, captivating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you sit there, like, it's an easy listen, too, which is the crazy part. She's super talented. Yeah, I mean, there's a song on there for Spooner that he would want to sing to people. It's called Wish You Were Gay. (laughs) You get it? <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about some controversy. You're confusing me with Ralph. I got some controversy from this week, guys. <laughs> true, true. Spooner no, made a great our joke. audience thinks he's gay. <laughs> I just hate him. Yeah, true. Um, let's talk about some controversy that was in the news this week, guys. I like controversy. All right, first and foremost, Little Mermaid live action movie. Okay. Uh, they cast um, what's her name, ha- Halle Bailey. Uh, a lot of people thought it was Halle Berry at first. Uh, Josh, like when I saw him at the movies at night, he was like, "I was going to tweet this." I'm like, "You're like the millionth one." Everyone thought it was Halle Berry at first. I was like, "Would have been a little weird." Like she just be 16, and it's controversial because she is black. I don't um, care. So first and foremost, who gives a shit? Um, people are like, it's unrealistic, motherfucker. It's about a mermaid that lo- a- gets legs and loses yeah. it get- loses her voice. Let's go to our correspondent yes. here. Can you have a thoughts? You're, the, you're a resident and expert on, on diversity. <laughs> it's, and on top of that, it's a grim fairy tale, right? And it it also, really is not nice. So let me, let me also state that if this took, if Little Mermaid was written in the Netherlands, 
Yes, you should be white. It's about the fucking Caribbean. Exactly. Like, she hangs out with a Jamaican <laughs> crab. Like, uh, uh, I'm not Nazi. Like, but if, if it wasn't a Jamaican, Jamaican crab. Yeah, a Jamaican crab. Like, it's always been about Car- the Caribbean, correct? Uh, correct. So, th- this is just, I and I know they just cast Idris Elba, and I think he's going to be playing King But they breed Tri- red hair, blue eye ladies. Who, the Caribbean? In the Caribbean, they yes. Do? Yeah, I mean, that is true. So, it's just another thing for, and don't get me wrong. I definitely think Disney was kind of like... Because I knew one of the people that was in the running for Ariel was uh, Zendaya. Um, she was like in the running for it, and she would have been really good. She's a good actress. But yeah, go ahead, please play that, Josh. <laughs> no, jump forward. G- to the give song. him the headphones. I see the, yeah, uh, I see yeah. He's our resident I, I know di- exactly resident what song it is. resident diversity. No, don't you want to hear it while you're talking? It helps. No, I, I see. <laughs> So, so (laughs) I see I see all these adults that are all mad about it, like oh my god, they're ruining my childhood. I'm like, if your childhood is based around the merits of the Little Mermaid, go to hell. Like, like, I just I don't I don't have time for shit like that. Yes, please, thank you so much. No, it's just it's so goofy. Like most of these people aren't gonna go see the Little Mermaid anyway. I mean, listen, if I had if I had a kid, I would be more inclined. Obviously, I would be more inclined to take them to to these movies. Like like, the only live action remake I'm stoked on seeing, honestly, is The Lion King. Yeah, Jungle Book was dope. The Jungle Book was dope. And Jungle Book was good. Yeah, Jungle Book was. Which I still have. Is that on um, uh, Netflix now or whatever? It was for a little bit. No, Mulan looks dope. I don't know if you saw the. uh, I never, dude, looks, I never liked it, the animated movie, no, but I could see. I've it. never seen the animated movie animated once movie in my was life. Awesome. But like, dude, it looks like like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon type movie. Yo, the, mo- yo, the animated was a good time, man. That was a low key well, great movie. One back thing in the day. I love about this infuriating people is that there's all these parody memes coming out now. Like Polish I just saw one dude. that was like Martin Luther King starring Ryan Gosling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's offensive because yeah. Ryan Gosling can play. Like I don't remember Robert Downey Jr. Chappelle show. Yeah. Of course, like oh uh, yeah, well, Paul Tom Hanks. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I can't say the last that. brother yeah, alive, the last, starring Tom the last, Hanks. The last brother on earth, starring Tom Hanks. Matt just looked at Matt just looked at Kenyatta like he wanted to hand him the microphone so he could say it. Yeah, <laughs> can, you, can you please say this word? You that go we are no, no, we no. aren't comfortable saying. Kenyatta uses it less than we do. <laughs> He's like, no, I use it all the time. Why don't you hand me that one and pass down? No, because I'm selfish. You are a cunt. I'll give you that. But I again. But the other side of this, this is following up the conversation we had with Jack Posobiec. I saw a whole bunch of articles post. People are racist everywhere. Are outraged about the Little Mermaid. And I went through, and there were nine tweets they posted. And okay, that one's yours. Uh, they put there were nine tweets they posted. People talking about how it's offending them. And I clicked on each one and counted up their followers combined between nine followers. Nine people, they only had to combine 312 followers. Ooh. And Unilad and BuzzFeed and um, Uproxx are making it look like it's this tremendous outrage. It is like a, it's like a 0.2% of, if you want to call the racist community that are bothered by this. I, I don't know how to say this, but I'm going to assume most hardcore racists aren't in the market for Disney movies to begin with. And that's part of the problem. But, of course, unless they cast a white girl in this movie, people are going to be angry. Who the fuck cares it's not for us Mo- it, it, what in the story has anything to do with race whatsoever i, it, I can't even think w- of what it. point is uh king triton like <laughs> eh, ariel don't when you're up there watch out for them like yeah, king, don't turns come, out don't, turns out turns out king triton's really don't yeah, don't come back with one of them to the ocean like Jesus. first off they can't swim <laughs> wow! Oh. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's terrible. Well, no, I you you get it? I yeah, I get it. I fucking get it. 
Right. So I, I didn't get it. Can oh, you? Oh, <laughs> I've seen you at the water park with your swimmies on. <laughs> Although that was actually, a life vest. That was a life vest. And he was only 22. And it was three feet of water. <laughs> he was like but, the guy in Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> but it is true. Like, I, I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm watching Mulan trailer right now. It looks We've like actually it's, had two Robin Hood Men in Tights references. references today. This actually looks like it, it looks awesome. It looks dude. like it's filmed awesome. Like Last Samurai. It does, and it shit. does like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Shit. It is this girl awesome. famous? Is this also um, Sandra O? Oh? Sa- Sandra Aho? <laughs> no, I- I'm assuming it's a girl from Killing Lucy Eve. Lou? Lucy Liu is Lucy in this. Lou? I'm in. Okay. Oh, you know what does look terrible? The new Charlie's Angels movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Lucy Liu, well, it's not any of them. I it's know, all I new know. cast because Kristen Stewart's in it, and Elizabeth Banks is directing it also. I think. Elizabeth and Banks? I like Elizabeth Banks. She was the uh, no, no, Zach I, and Mary. Mary. Yeah, no, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Um, she's playing Bosley or Charlie, one or the other. So it's course like some people are like, uh, no one wants to see women in action roles. I'm like, yo, the first Charlie's Angels that came out with Cameron Diaz, was that was a hot movie when it came that out. Was on the other with night. the, the creepy good. thin man, uh, Crispin Glover and Sam Rockwell. That was a good movie, the first one. Drew Barrymore. Full throttle, not so much. Mm. No. no, full throttle well, was, was not uh, so good. Wasn't Bill Murray Bosley mm-hmm. in the first one? Where he, yeah. like, he, and he Bernie chewed, Mac was he, in the second one. Oh, he makes, that's he makes right. The gun, he makes the gun out of soap. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's locked Ber- up. Bernie Mac, wow, that was one when he died kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, Mr. 2997. We were talking about this the other day, like when you don't realize someone's been dead for a long time. Like John and, Ritter. Yeah, when that happened oh. to me, when, when Josh and I were at a Yankees game, and I said to him, I was like, dude, I haven't seen John Ritter in anything in a long time. He's like, well, he died like seven years ago. I'm like, no. <laughs> And he had to like prove it to me. I thought he was alive. I didn't know he died. Did you guys ever have someone that like when you found out they were dead and then you were like, he died that long? That happened to you recently, didn't it? Who, who was it that you didn't know was dead? I don't remember, but I do remember us talking about it. It was, like, it was like when I found out Garth Brooks was married to Trisha Yearwood. I'm like, when the fuck? Did I don't that even happen? know who Trisha who is Yearwood that? is. Oh, Garth Brooks is Chris Gaines, by the way. Who's Chris Gaines? <laughs> From that uh, <laughs> the one home makeover show. I the people in Texas? Know. When am I watching he, that? Oh, no. no that's he, cha- cha- he changed his name because remember, it was like John Mellencamp, oh, John had, Cougar Mellencamp. He had like, yeah. like, like, no, like a persona, Garth Brooks, yeah. like another one that he toured and recorded under. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a, like a pseudo name that we're all yeah, the time. It was like, it was like when uh, Green Day recorded an album called uh, Foxborough Hot Top <laughs> at one point. Yeah, I yeah. really had no idea. Yeah, I mean, I definitely know like a lot of people are like, that person died. It most happens commonly with professional wrestlers because like literally a professional wrestler died 10 minutes ago and we don't even know yet because they drop off like flies. Which I would like to get the wrestler death clock in here. Like I want to have a clock start it now that we check, check off and now. Well, we got to look at what the that last one that died was, which was uh, oh, what's her name? Who just died? Um, uh, who just died yeah, recently? That's the one. Uh, what's her name? Not Kelly Ashley Kelly. Mazzaro. Oh, Ashley oh, yeah, Mazzaro. Mazzaro. She just died recently. But she was barely a wrestler. No, she was still a WWE employee for an Correct. extended period of time. So she counts. So we're I have to look up the date and see how many days we can go without a wrestler dying because. It, it doesn't happen as frequently as it did in like the mid 2000s when it was like every Correct. other month someone was dying yeah. from WCW, ECW, the 90s WWE. Or in early to mid 2000s, you know? Oh, it was just dude, a, it was crazy. Like the amount that would just fall off. dropping like flies. All right. Yeah. The other controversy this week Nike. Oh, Nike, we're going uh, to do this. No, so we, we have to. We have to because okay. it is such a stupid he thing that's the, happening. He the yeah, Kenyatta. Kenyatta. That's it's the only reason we, we only invited Kenyatta here when like a new Blade movie is coming out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, there's questions of race relations. All right. So this week, um, Nike was supposed to release a new shoe, um, the Betsy Ross flag sneaker. Uh, after words with Colin Kaepernick and how it has uh, racial um, connotation uh, based in slavery. Racial overtones. Th- yeah, racial yeah. overtones. Nike decided to pull it. And of 
course, here we go again, just like the kneeling, just like the bullshit. Outrage, outrage, outrage. All right, before we dive into it, I want to know what everyone kind of thought about it on initial hearing about it. Taylor? Now, I, I, not, not to try to stay, not like I'm Switzerland or nothing, but like I try to stay far away out of it. But if sure. I'm, if I really had to like not choose a side because that's the wrong thing sure. to say, sure. I disagree with Mr. Kaepernick, honestly, because, sure. I mean, if you're going to... You know, if you're going to protest shit like that, you should protest Nike altogether. Absolutely. That's just my right, thought on Josh, it. Josh, thoughts? Uh, I agree with Taylor 100%. It's just such a stupid thing to get uh, sure. to get worked up about. It just feels and, like it's um, like scraping the bottom of the barrel I, I, I read an interesting article. Don't don't give away news if it's something like a news-related thing. No, no, no. Okay, it's not good. Just related, making sure. But, um, you know, I'm not crazy big on that portion of American history, right? Uh, so, Betsy Ross was... Oh, yeah? Why not? I don't know. So he <laughs> just doesn't know. Yeah, so he's just staring at you. Yeah. Is here. He's like, <laughs> yeah, so motherfucker. So, uh, what what you mean, you people? Yeah. Quaker. And yeah, Quakers correct. Are um, were very big in abolitionism. Absolutely. And, um, you know, a lot of Quaker settlements in Pennsylvania uh, organized the Underground Railroad. Yeah, helped organize the Underground Railroad. Yeah, so overrated I say, railroad, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I reading. Yeah, reading. <laughs> Uh, okay. That was a reading rainbow. Uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Still need butterflies right. in the sky. Uh, uh, let's give it to White Boy and then Kenyatta. I want to cut this full come first full circle. I, can right. fly I think Taylor actually, you know, hit it on the head. It's like you can't be. It's almost like you're treading the line between. You know, I like Nike when they support me and give me money, but then they put out a shoe that I don't like. Then all of a sudden, I want to bash them. Okay, like you know, it's accurate. All right, you know, and like like Taylor said, all or nothing. It yeah, it's, yeah. And just, Kenyatta, what were your thoughts? I, I, have, you're, I have to hundred percent agree with Taylor. Yeah. Like, it, this is unprecedented. Yeah, we're all... Okay, I didn't get to say what I feel yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I, I don't give full, a fuck I am, what you say. I am fully with you guys that Nike making a decision based off of this guy one saying person. something... One person. One person. But, with that said, I don't think Nike ever had the intentions of releasing the shoe. Do you want to know why I don't think that? That's... Okay, tell me, tell me why you think this. Nike does this, and of course, the outrage. People, oh, I'm never wearing Nike again. The, uh, the governor Nike. of Arizona says, oh, we're going to shut down the plants we were going to open, and I won't wear Nike anymore. On 4th of July, he's seen at a party wearing Nike. So, kind of funny how that works. Well, like, But this is why it's hilarious. Okay. And it was the same thing with the whole kneeling thing, and Nike supported Kaepernick and signed him. People are like, I'm not going to buy Nike. Their stock goes up. Nike announces mm -hmm. this. Their stock goes up by 2%, and their value as a company goes up $3 billion. Yep. Nike did this based on marketing. Their demographic is kids ages 12 to 26, most of who are inner city, leaning liberal, or liberal people in general, and they like this kind of thing because they think it means more than it actually does. And it bums me I, out. They make a great fucking yeah, shoe. And, but this is why the people that are like so against Nike being unpatriotic and, you know, oh, well, this country does everything for you. But they don't have a single problem wearing the shoes that were made by some fucking Vietnamese kid for 20 that's, cents an hour. That's my whole thing. And it's like, just, if you have problem with slavery, Nike yeah, literally yeah. has sweatshops in third they, world countries. You know, the they, iPhone that you're tweeting about. But they say they about, don't. The, the iPhone you're tweeting from pissed off about it was made by literal hum people that are human trafficked that work for 30 cents an hour that work maybe made work $40 to make like, and you pay yeah. 800 for and, this fucking and thing. And we're mad about Nike doing something that they want they I have no doubt that Nike was never going to release this shoe. Do I fully I did Nike didn't Colin Kaepernick just call up the head of Nike and be like this shoe is racist don't release it. He's like okay. No. This was a full plan to catch the wave of the media. We talked about it and you're reading about it in mm -hmm. Michael Malice's book 
now. Which the, is the wave of media, wild. the cathedral controlling things, controlling narratives. They're just catching up to the narrative that has kind of gone by the wayside since Colin Kaepernick hasn't been in the league as much, and the league isn't showing people kneeling on the sideline during the national anthem on TV wait, wait, anymore. Wait, okay, is is that still happening? Because yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because the thing the NFL should have done from the beginning is don't show them on well, the sideline yeah, specifically. It, and if yeah. you're well, going to show a player, you fed into it. Well, because the biggest it, it well, the biggest thing was when Eric Reed got signed to Carolina and was him going at what's his name the kid uh, the guy from uh, um, Malcolm Jenkins Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins and all that stuff yeah. and Eric Reed was the polarizing figure of that and this is and, and you, you haven't and if you're, gonna, if you're gonna show a player it. on the sideline doing that how about you don't show the guys that have criminal records you show the guys that actually do charity work like Kenny Stills Kenny I still Stills. don't like it but I also I it's I don't dictate my feelings based dude, on what millionaires think dude, it's just, it's because the they the don't have a, a perspective of how I live dude, it's the same thing when people live. talk shit about JJ Watt you don't realize that that dude raised thirty million fucking dollars for Houston yeah after that for hurricane okay, relief yeah. and people want to talk shit about him mm-hmm. what the, what's your fucking problem a lot of it's, these guys do more charity work than you that you're actually dude, seeing all the people complaining are not buying nike anyway and if they yeah. did they bought a pair of nikes three years ago that are all scuffed and dirty they're not someone that's going out buying jordans and air maxes all the time so why do you even care not my whole thing with yo, them those, it's those like ones are hot yeah dude <laughs> nike, makes, ones are hot. nike makes a great just make product. shoes make clothing this is what your core is why get into politics well, because that's not their core. Their core right. is the politically woke individual, what? the people that are Black Lives Matter, this, this, and that. Well, that's not to say anything well, on those those perspectives, but that's who they're appealing well, to. Especially if you dig even farther to it, big business has a say in any government. Absolutely. So no matter what, they have to play. They have to play the political game. No they matter have what, to. because I ne- I never realized that big business has a hand in writing laws. Absolutely. I never knew that for the longest Dude, time. I mean, so the they have to play the cigarette game. Cigarette laws were completely dictated by the tobacco industry for fifty years. Mm-hmm. They were completely dictated to it. Dude, they literally got doctors to say, oh, one in 12 doctors le- recommends Lucky Strike cigarettes. Lucky Strike Winston. Yeah. Or spe- when you see a commercial of the Flintstone smoking Winston cigarettes, that's yeah. you know it's fucked. Like, it, it's, it's insane to me, and people don't realize that I fully believe this was all a marketing ploy by Nike because what they, they created a battle between people. These people had their opinions of the situation regardless, yep. and all they did was drive people away more that weren't going to buy from them, and they brought in more people that had similar views. They completely did did it for financial purposes. It, the fact that they actually released to the press what and look their at the timing. Li- You're about to sell all your football cleats. You're about to sell all your basketball cleats. Cleats. And basketball shoes and basketball you know, cleats would be fucked up, man. I know. Play basketball. Oh, yeah. In the next f- couple months, play basketball. A so their biggest time of the year is between July and December. Absolutely. They drive the really fuck his Achilles up. Then you wouldn't see him for another three years. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. No. So I, the fact that I, I again, I think it's so fucking stupid. And one of the tweets that Colin Kaepernick posted on Fourth of July was uh, I forgot who it was quoting. Um, but Frederick Douglass. Fre- Frederick Douglass. Yeah, but he only posted the first half of the quote and not the rest, where he talks about how. The only way we're going to change is by moving forward and not leaning and on the uniting. things the, and uniting. And I, you know, of course, he left it out by design. Kaepernick has somehow made more money not playing football because he's kept himself in the mix, and this was probably part of his design. From a, they a signed, career long back, they signed Colin, Nike signed Colin Kaepernick specifically to be this figurehead in social movements because you're going to get more, you're going to catch more flies with honey than sugar okay. and than vinegar. Excuse me, and. Of course, you're going to do that by pulling in and riling up your base See, anyway. And the other thing, I have no issue with people wanting to stand up for injustice. Dude, do I have, it. I have no but issue. When, but when it turns into this fucking media circus and just bullshit outrage and being able to lean one side as opposed to seeing stuff straight down the middle where it should be, it's tur- it turns into what well, we're talking about right now. It turns yeah. into a fucking circus. The problem Everyone is, will look at the outrage as opposed to the fucking facts. Yeah, well, the problem is the... Um, 
there is no seeing things down the middle anymore because you just can't. If it, especially with things related to race, social issues in general, there's no gray area. It's just black or white. If mm. well, literally. And um, if, if was that was that on purpose, Spooner? <laughs> no, it um, wasn't. But was that on purpose? <laughs> but I definitely fed him. Yeah. <laughs> pun? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, you you fed me fed me that one perfectly. But if with things like social issues, race, LGBTQ, things like that, um, I still don't know what the Q means, but whatever. They're gonna get mad at you because uh, there's definitely more letters in there. LGBTQ plus uh, divide. Divided by pi, <laughs> and um, three point one four. But when you say that, you know, I'm trying to see both sides of it. That means that you're you're willing to hear hate, quote unquote. You're willing to hear these racial things. But this is the truth of the matter, and we don't have to like it. In America, your vote, your vote, your vote, your vote matters as much as the racist neo-Nazi. Yep. And people are allowed to have those views. And you choose the who, who you want to hang around. I'm not going to hang around with some guy that's flying swastikas nope. and doing things like that. I'm not going to hang around someone that just fucking hates white people either. It's a matter of, I pick a middle ground. I pick people that are equal opportunity haters, that hate everyone equally. Exactly. So, Everyone's, everyone is racist. So, exactly. Like, I'm racist against uh, so black people. I don't even say... <laughs> no, I don't even, I don't even say racist. I say racial. You're you're racial. No, you're but everyone's everyone has well, yeah, racism but, but, in them. Well, th- th- well, I do think there's a difference between racist and racial. Racial oh, is acknowledging racial differences in people, and I I think that's a big thing that gets lost. There's a huge difference in things nah, in, di- in different cultures. <laughs> you just hate everyone. <laughs> what, what kind of you, people do you hate the most, Kenyatta? I can't say it. <laughs> you already did, no, I think. No, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, I hate, no, 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 I no. hate going to no, family I mean, reunions. Yeah. There's a lot of them. I know. Of, <laughs> too much cornbread. <laughs> wait, wait. Is there ever too much cornbread? No. It's <laughs> right. So yeah. Cheese and I so wish I got a picture. Yeah. So we will go to Jared's girlfriend's birthday the other day, and Jared's like sitting there setting up everything, and his dad's like bossing around. And I see Jared walking up with this giant tray of watermelon, and I'm like, if that if there was ever a fucking picture, I wish I saw the pictures of him eating under under the Popeye sign, eating fried chicken. Dude, I'm, and he was like excited to pose for it. Oh, he does not care. No. Dude, not well, care. I've also seen you eat at Popeye's, and I know you don't care. Get some macaroni so, and cheese and just scoops it with. <laughs> Dan, the best. Ne- the next day, so I'm talking to him. We had a wedding to go to, so I'm I'm calling him. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? He goes, oh yeah, I just dropped. You know, Julia's friend off. He goes, yo, I'm tired, so I'm going to stop at Popeye's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm a, tired, so I'm going to stop at Popeye's. Like, most people are like, I'm going to stop at Dunkin' and get coffee. Dude. No, I'm going to get a three-piece and a biscuit. Dude, the first, <laughs> like, I got to prepare for my nap. Dude, the first time, <laughs> four-hour nap. I got to get that itis. Yo, yo, the first time I ever met Jared, we were at TGI Friday's. Motherfucker orders a mojito. I go, what the fuck are we doing? Does that surprise you at all? <laughs> no. No. My, one of my favorite times with Jared is me, me and Matt, and I think it's one of the times Kenyatta said he'll be there at 8, and he got there at like 10.30. <laughs> and, and we're, we're No, he was supposed to be there at 4. He shows up at 9.45, <laughs> just enough time to get to Popeye's on time. <laughs> CPT. <laughs> um, so me and Matt and Jared are watching something, and Jared is sitting in the corner of the room, and like I, I know he's been drinking, and I'm like, "Where'd you get that beer from?" He's like, "I forgot to put him in the fridge," and he's just drinking warm beer. And I'm like, "Dude!" And then well, we watch. Puts him in the fridge. Wait twenty then, minutes. Then we good. And then we watch Strange Wilderness. Jesus Christ! <laughs> great. What movie. a great movie. To watch. Um, so there, there was a new Thirty for Thirty this week, which is one of my favorites today. Which one? Co- Kobe. Ashi and Joey Chestnut. I gotta yo, I Dude, gotta watch that man. Watch that stuff it. was crazy. Okay. 
Th- those contests, watching those guys eat, is fucking disgusting. I, know. Yeah, I, I don't do know it. how they do no, it. Dude, dipping the wa- the buns in water. Dude, yeah. I could absolutely do dude, it. Dude, you would, it looks so You can fun. eat 73 hot dogs. No, I'm not saying, I'm saying I could compete. I'm not saying no. I could eat 75 hot dogs. How many do you think, realistically, nuts. how many do you think you'd get to doing it that technique where in the 10 hot, minutes? you got to snap them, yeah. swallow them, and then you got to eat the, you got to dip the buns Bun in the in, water. Yeah. yeah, because it makes it easier. Dude. And if you throw up, you're disqualified. Correct. What? Oh, yeah, if you Yeah, you throw up. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, in ten minutes, I could probably put down maybe twenty five thirty. You know what? Um, I think I could probably put it. If you 20. think about it, this motherfucker is beating people by like thirty hot dogs. Yeah, yeah he beat yeah. him by like twenty six. Yeah. All right, Taylor. Um, in the next couple weeks, we're gonna see how many hot dogs you can eat. In 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna grill all of them. Okay. And I'm gonna see how many hot dogs you can eat. No, no condiments. Give no them to nothing. him. It's nope. hot. It is. <laughs> no, it's going on video. It's going on video. video. So we're gonna set up a table out there, and it's gonna be just like that. I'm gonna dress like the Nathan's guy with like the wooden hat. Yes. And uh, you have to uh, wear the bow tie. I want to see. You have to wear. I'm gonna everything. do it. Are you gonna I'm get gonna, the mustard? I'm belt? gonna come out talking like Harry Cassell. <laughs> and here goes Micah. Down <laughs> goes hot dog. Down <laughs> goes hot dog. <laughs> Yo, someone, here he someone is has on number forty-two with the fucking with the yeah the number yes. I think this would be. I think um, we have to get you a competitor, though. Yes, like Ralph. I'm down. I was going to say Ralph. Uh, Ralph. You know why? Because I'll be the average guy. Yeah. <laughs> because Ralph and I were supposed to do a, a an eating challenge early. Yeah, like Rick Eisen. You guys were supposed 40s. to do That'll like the, the special eating Olympics. No, no, no it was uh, no, it was who was who could eat five five burgers from McDonald's quicker. It was more than five, and then it was who can then run a mile after eating. We were going to do could. it at the track. I easy could. <laughs> I I know, but we don't want paramedics. That's fine. <laughs> like someone's going to have a heart I told you, attack. dude. I'll do what I got to do to prove my fucking point. I'm worried about your long term health, though. I'm not. You it's probably fine. have like a heart, you know, disturbance going on. No, I don't. You probably have like a blocked artery. Well, one of them does. That's not true. I'm going <laughs> to doctor wheels, a lot. The wheels are spinning. I've got so many ideas. We're, this is going to be. This I is can't be the wait best to. Video so we're going to have to get. We're going to have to probably make at least sixty hot dogs. Yeah, the yeah. wheels spinning, Correct. but the hamster's dead. Stupid. I'm going to need. I'm going to need, I'm gonna need a lab be, this, coat, and I'm going to need Bob. Oh, and Bob. <laughs> Why okay. do you need Bob? So I'm going to be the doctor on site. I think what we need to do. This needs to be like Labor Day weekend. We'll think. We'll think about. Yeah, I think this is a great idea. And I. I can't wait to see just how this goes it's gonna because go so poorly i'm not i'm putting I, he says 25 i'm gonna take the under i'm gonna take i don't think you can hit 25. in 10 minutes i think i'm gonna take the under can we, can i think it go 30 can we, uh, can we bet this on bet dsi i can ask them that'd okay. be hilarious <laughs> they were like we'll put odds on this yo if, we, yo if we facebook live it we could we can get that we can get some bones yeah yeah oh, i'm definitely. in i'm in I, I will set the odds i'll be the odd maker i gotta yes. talk to ralph and see if he's willing to do it there's definitely we someone else grow how grow how eats a lot not like he used to no. um i will say someone that might be good for is Ken, that's been oh, on the show. Okay. Ralph's friend yeah. Ken. Oh, he might be very good. I'm but down for it. Is that I, um, Ken or Greg? Might as well try <laughs> and knock down Micah. Kind of, Gre- kind of, kind of Ken. <laughs> Almost Ken. Um, I, I don't know if I, because I feel like you're underestimating how disgusting it's going to be to no, dip I'm, guns I'm in water. Fully, I've been watching it ten years straight. It's well, not great. It's, ten minutes is ten minutes is not that bad. You could do twenty five. I, 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 I want to see like if I, he does like the training for it. Because the truth of the matter is, oh the man, can we do this? Set up a training monologue. I'm going to eat a shit. Because <laughs> the, the people that do the worst are the bit, the heavier set guys. It's always these skinny jack guys that win and do well. It's, what, what, it's fucking what's, what, weird. What's that other guy, Matt Stoney? Who's yeah, like five Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then he the, lost the, by fucking thirty. The, there's a there's a video of Matt Stoney here's somewhere. Here's Mike. You gotta get this jacket. I'll get the yellow jacket. <laughs> and, a, did, and, yo, and here I am with the challenger, dude, Taylor Micah. Let me do a Howard Cassell interview okay, for you right now. 
Mr. Micah, we're just now? a few weeks away from the Attack Moves Hot Dog Eating Contest, first annual. Okay. Now, let me ask you first. Tell me, Howie. How do you like your hot dogs? I like them just with uh, ketchup, relish, and a little bit of mustard. And what's the most hot dogs you've ever eaten in a sitting? In what? In, in a sitting? In a sitting, uh, sir. Probably around 11 or 12. And how did you feel after having 11 or 12? Not great. What? And was that the famous hot dog day on your birthday? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. That was a very <laughs> intense sitting, followed by intense drinking. Uh-huh. Now, the uh, X factor here will be that you will have a competitor okay. and you will be dipping into fresh water. Okay. Now, do you see that being a challenge or a compliment to your style of disgusting eating? So, supposedly, it's supposed to make everything easier. It's supposed to make the uh, the, the bun softer and sure. easier to eat. So, I could see it being just easier, but the water consumption on top of the, the food could probably suck. Now, do you have any specific training regimens you will be doing for this contest? Nope. Just live the same disgusting way you've been living? Nope. I was born ready, <laughs> motherfucker. And do you have any words for your potential opponents? Yeah, he could eat shit and die. What about its multiple opponents? All of them. All of them. Do you have uh, actually, one? Actually, no. If it's if it's who Josh is talking about, never met him. He's probably a cool dude. Ralph sucks. Fuck him. So you think you'll beat Ralph easily? <laughs> yes. And again, how many hot dogs realistically do you think you could do? In I think 10 I think I, I think if I really go for it, I could honestly hit twenty. All right. And that was words with the upcoming challenger for the first ever Attack Moves Hot Dog Eating Contest. Coming in at a clean 320 pounds. Maybe not so clean and maybe not 320. But I've seen him eat hot dogs. It is an uh, impressive, disgusting mess. I wish you luck, sir. You know, one day, <laughs> one day, you're not going to treat me like a piece of shit. But, but it is me, not this day. Please. This day, you <laughs> suck! <laughs> So, Dan, are we going to get the yellow Ultimate Warrior belt for the winner? I think we're going to have to get a belt, but I'm, I'm going to make one. I'm not going to buy one. I'm going to make <laughs> the first ever belt, and I think it's going to have to become a yearly thing. Okay. I agree. And, again, in 10 minutes, and if you throw up, you lose. you got to make it out of hot dogs, though. Just that ass tail. Gross dude, hot dogs after two though. <laughs> Dude, no, no. <laughs> cocktail Franks. Out of cocktail. <laughs> the pigs in a blanket. Because then it will look like a belt. The strap is pigs in a blanket. <laughs> so, if I join and I'm half the size, no, you do don't. I have to do a cocktail weenie? Can I do a cocktail you weenie? You are a cocktail weenie. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. You're built like a pig in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> you just Macho are a half a man. You just are a pig in a blanket. No, I need in on this. So I will say with this, uh, the I want to Kobe, take the, Micah down. The Kobayashi Joey Chestnut <laughs> so thirty like for a thirty. Church, dude. Um, Jesus. I was I'm the same time. size as those guys. Kobayashi. No, he, Kobayashi is like six one, and you're five two. Kobayashi is not that big. <laughs> you're no. built like no. Kobayashi's like five four. He, dude, no, he's not. Watch the thirty for Look thirty. Yo, do you remember when he tried to rush the stage after they yeah, won the title? I actually gained sympathy for him from the 30 for 30. Really? Why? Because he got screwed by Major League Eating. Uh, Well, he wouldn't sign a contract with them. No, he wanted to compete in other things, and it was just another organization that was telling him what he could and couldn't do. And it's like he just wanted to go up there and compete. I actually felt bad for him. Um, Oh, I never felt bad for him before this. But look up Kobayashi's height, Josh, please. There's no way he's 6'1". There's he's no he way. ain't 5'4". He's like 5'4", Matt, four, he like 125 even pounds. Six, he, I, has, I, yeah. he has at least three inches on you. No. On Spooner. He's 5'8". Because all of a sudden he got like cut. Yeah, he's yeah, he jacked. cut up. He's what's, jacked. What's with the long hair now, dude? He weird. is like very metro. Like that Japanese culture is like that though. Mm. They're into like the anime and the, the duty well, porn and say, go, tentacles. Back, well, but, like the same thing with Matt Stoney. Dude, there's a video on YouTube of Matt Stoney eating 135 Chips Ahoy cookies dude, in 15 minutes. They showed some stat about um, Joey Chestnut. He's doing it for his YouTube channel. They like, showed something about yeah. Kobe, uh, Joey Chestnut during this year's contest that it said he ate 121 Twinkies in seven minutes. That's, That's ridiculous. Cool. Yo, that I, hurts. Can, I can and eat 145 a, donuts. I could eat. Yeah, 
that hurts. There was one that was like 118. <laughs> yeah, right. He ate 118 hot tamales in nine minutes. Oh, my God. And I was just like, the dude. Devil, what was it, the eggs? The deviled eggs. The deviled no, eggs. It was like 145 deviled eggs. I've actually uh, seen someone, our friend our friend of the show, Ears, one time. We were at, I think, uh, the Ralph's wife, her birthday, and they made deviled eggs. And Ears ate like 11 of them dude, and immediately sick. threw up in the bathroom. I remember that. And she, as she was throwing up, she dropped her phone in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that was a and, great night. And, and then she pulls it out and she goes, Ralph, could you get me rice? He grabs a handful of rice and just throws it at her <laughs> all over the bathroom yeah. floor. Dude, was I was a, so happy yo, about it. That was it. such a great night. Um, so we, <laughs> there's, this, there's, this, <laughs> there's a Facebook event. What? 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 Facebook event? For what? It says... It's called. They can't. All, they can't stop all of us at once. I saw this. And it's in this. September. It's trying to. It's inviting everyone on Facebook to storm Area Fifty One at once. Because it says <laughs> they can't. They can't stop us all at the same time. Dude. And I'm like, I'm sure they could. Like if they wanted to. And they have machine guns. Yeah, I'm sure they have some kind of weapon we don't even know about. That yeah, just, like the, the smoke. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, just imagine. I really hope that a good amount of these people show up just to see what happens. It's going to be like Tiananmen Square. <laughs> oh, my But God. instead of putting their hand out, it's going to be like, E.T., ouch. ouch. <laughs> so realistically, what I want to know what they're going to do if they storm and get in. Like, like what? no. It's going to be like I, Normandy. I would fuck an alien. One by one. I would want to fuck. Would you fuck an alien? No. If the alien looked like a hot chick? No. What? What? Wait, Matt had reservations. Once I said a hot chick, the wheels started turning. <laughs> he, he thought about the alien it. has three titties and two vaginas, maybe. Like you're talking Think like Total it. Recall. That's do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember Dirty Work when they flip out at the movie theater, the one that Don Rickles is working at, and they think the movies is like Men in Black who have sex with each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> he goes, yes. "Hey, this alien looks just like a hot guy." Yeah, we better have sex with it. <laughs> but but realistically, if an alien looked like an attractive woman, wouldn't you want it ju- to have sex with it just for the story? No. Like, you know you're not going to get any disease, that it's going to be just like <laughs> sex. No, that's no, a 50-50 chance. Dude, it, it's a 50-50 chance diseases. with most women I know. Dude, it's, like, <laughs> it's from Clerks too. There he goes. Mm-hmm. Homeboy fucked a Martian once. <laughs> Yeah, but would you, like that's my point. Like you'd always be the guy. You'll be have you'll be set for life. An autobiography. It'd be like Dan Perosi, <laughs> podcaster, alien fucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that should be my tombstone. Like, mm. like why wouldn't you, Taylor? Give me a reason. I just I have no. Would you fuck? Would you fuck an alien or a farm animal first? Ooh. I, no, I would. You have I to pick one. No. You have to pick one. Mm. Gun to your head. No. Nope. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. <laughs> Gun to your head, regardless. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenyatta, you would bang an attractive alien. Yeah, yeah I would do an alien. Josh, yeah, I would do. Uh, I mean, it depends. Pull the trigger. That's a yes. The alien looks like you're Billy in a for- You're in a forest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a- what I'm saying. You're in the you're, you're in a forest. forest. You're in a no forest with around. Heather Locklear. <laughs> okay, and you're very warm. Would you bang a mermaid? Yeah, sure. Okay, but what if it was flipped and the top half was a fish and the bottom half? Because think about it. If you're having sex with a regular mermaid, you're banging a fish. So you don't have to worry about teeth, so you're good. Yeah, exactly. So if the bottom, so you would bang a fish if the top half was just a fish head and the bottom half was a female parts. Sure. You would. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, what about a centaur? Like a female centaur, Under the sheets. where the top is like the best <laughs> curved body ever, but then the back half is like a horse. Well, Probably not. Like a, well, like a, like okay, a what about oral? <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah, you're trying to... The <laughs> whole time the back legs are kicking out. <laughs> like Taylor comes up, thinks it's just a horse and just kicks it in the face. Why is it me? 
Because you'd be funny. <laughs> okay, cool. Have, you ever see someone get hit kicked by, like, those videos of people getting hit by horses, like, oh, just dude. kicked in the face? Dude, the funniest thing ever is when uh, Danger Aaron got kicked in the nuts by a mule. <laughs> dude. On Jackass. I, I always like the videos of the bullfighting when someone tries getting away and they get the fucking horn right up the asshole. <laughs> Like, there's a thousand things I'd rather have happen to me to get a bullhorns straight into my bunghole. There, there's a lot of different things. <laughs> straight into your I, bunghole. Um, so, yeah, so the fights last night. Let's talk about them quickly. Fights I, I, were Am ridiculous. I the only one that saw them, I guess? Um, I didn't watch them live, but I watched them again this morning, and there was a lot of... Dude, it was a killer card. It was a really good card. Luke Rockhold needs to retire. He got knocked out uh, pretty quick Yeah, he again. just fell off fast. Well, you know, he won the his, title. This and was just... his first fight at 205. Um, and I thought maybe the weight cut would help his chin out a little bit, but he got brained. Um, I He broke his jaw for the second time in two fights. Uh, his ankle is all kinds of fucked up because he had staff on his ankle a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and it's just scar tissue there. So he has to he wear really a sleeve. He hasn't been the same since he got knocked out by uh, Bisping, Bisping, no. honestly. Yeah, and, true. And he was also a guy that always was like up and down. He'd lose fights he shouldn't lose. And I was saying, he was, he always was a huge underdog well, when he, was, he won that title. He was too. always chinny. Yeah, yeah he that, fought that, Weidman. That yeah. whole run when he won the title, like when he beat... Uh, Chris Weidman. Yeah, no, when he beat Leoto Machida, like even before... Correct. Yeah, yeah, that was the fight. Well, that Machida was like, past his prime by then. Yeah, anyway. it was also our. It was fault also that he an upset. It was also our fault because we kept Machida up all night. Correct. Yeah, being loud in the hotel. You're welcome, room. Rockhold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, what I'm saying is like that was like the height, and it, it was just sometimes guys will win the title and just immediately fall off. Dude, like, Machida they, they, was supposed to be this whole era, and then ridiculous. his first title defense, he won a bullshit decision. It's easier over, to get on top than. Yeah, to, stay on to, top. to keep the belt, mm-hmm. like Machida, when he beat, when he won the title, everyone they called it the Machida era. And then the first fight, he won a bullshit decision Correct. over Shogun, and then he lost the next. Then round. he got knocked down the first round in yep. the rematch, and he always middled around. He came very close to winning the 185 title from Chris Weidman. That was a very close fight, but never really the same he guy. Has one of my favorite knockouts ever. Which one? Was it when he front kicked Vitor? Or no, 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 no. no. Uh, Randy Couture. Randy Couture. He hit him yeah. with the actual crane kick. Vitor yeah. got knocked out. He did get knocked out with a crane kick by Machida as well. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, no, but who, Anderson Silva knocked. Him out with, it, a, with the front kick. So the card last right night, the, dome, the first fight was Michael Chiesa against Diego Sanchez. Chiesa, I don't know how he ever made 155 because he is big dude. huge at 170. And Diego used to be a big 170 year, and he and he just manhandled Diego on the ground, which is not easy to do. Mm. Um, then Rockhold got knocked out, and then it was Askren against uh, Jorge Masvidal. And Ben Askren was Josh. Can you pull up the Ben Askren knockout from dude, last night? It's, it, um, it's you might it's have hard. to go to Twitter videos. Did you get to see this, uh, Kenyatta? Yeah. I, 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 I Clip Ty- just type in on Masvidal knockout. Yeah, jo- Josh, like, just go to Twitter, type in Ben Askren, and there's a thousand of them up there. Dude, yeah. I'm telling to you. To go 19 and 0, and that's how you lose your first fight? I mean, I, I, I look, it's just, just incredible. This is a, a, a crowd angle of it, but. Bop! Dude, good Knee, night. One, two. Dude, it's and just. He was out for a while. He was out yeah. before he hit the mat. Well, yeah, oh, they, this they, is the good one. This they, is the good one right they, here. They were showing video of him. Put the come- volume on. I want to hear their. Oh, oh, this is. <laughs> Wait, go, rewind this and play the video, please. And, and the this sound. is Dragon Ball Z. Where's um, your sound, Josh? Hold on, hold on. Josh sucks. Josh sucks. Josh sucks. Oh. All right, what'd you there do? You Press play. We have too much shit plugged in. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, we do. All right, well. Any well, I gotta hear what the music is too. He got set That's amazing. And he just fell into a butt in Funky Town. Boom! Roasted. Oh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Dude, it's like. 
it, it was hard so, to watch because <laughs> I love Ben Askren. And but Mas- Jorge Masvidal, these last three fights, he's been on a tear. He's um he's been fighting for 16 years. This was a guy that he started out in fight videos with Kimbo Slice back in the day before YouTube even, and he was always like this meddling fighter. He always he like was supposed to be known for knockout power, and he was only winning or losing decisions, getting controlled by wrestlers. But he's been on a tear lately. Um, a lot of bad blood between him and Askren, and then he knocks him out, and then he stands over him, and then he even went onto his back and laid down and was like locked up like Askren was. I'm like, well, he I did like the one that. two three count. Yeah, he went one two three. It, it, like, it's just yeah. weird because like like when Askren came over to the UFC, it was like everyone everyone who's well, they, been they in traded MMA. Mighty Mouse Johnson Correct. for him, arguably their greatest champion ever, to get Ben Askren's contract as he was retired. He came out of retirement to come back to the UFC, and it, it's pretty crazy. And the the per- I'll tell you, you know who's the happiest person in the cage after that fat fight last night? Can I guess? Take a guess. Dana White. Dana White was so happy because he hates Ben Askren. Yep, he always have. Hates Ben Askren with a passion. He was so fucking happy. I I, I love Ben. I I, just I do like too. His, I think he's very funny. But it's just one of those things where it just looks like he's on. Like well, even during the Robbie Lower fight, he almost looked overmatched well, he, a little bit. He doesn't have striking. His entire game, he is as one dimensional a fighter. He's yeah, he's true. basically Damian Maya with wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's that's more or less what it is. And if he wants to take you down, he's going to. He's DC without the striking. Yeah, he's DC <laughs> yeah. without the power, without the striking. But he's as good a grappler as anyone. But if you get need within two seconds, they ain't going to do shit. Um, then the co-main event was Amanda Nunes against Holly Holm. I put some money on Holly thinking that she could win a decision, bring the fight out into deep waters and keeping herself away. that was a big and thing. And Nunes, Nunes comes out. And Nunes actually minute. said, like, uh, her game plan surprised me, so I had to switch mine up. And then she hit her with the head kick and dropped her and knocked her out. Which is ironic because you know, Holly... That's how she... So now Holly Holm was the first person that had beaten every women's bantamweight champion in UFC history. She beat Misha Tate. She beat uh, Ronda Rousey. And, uh, she someone that, and, and she beat Holly home um it would actually be holly holly home i was saying did it before oh, oh, right, right, right. Did. um and now amanda she nunes has done it too? so she beat katzengano um so now the question is is who amanda nunes fights next but and i would have to think if cyborg wins her next fight which was just announced yesterday um against someone i'm honestly not familiar with so it's a it's a it should be a squash for cyborg then they would rematch and i would expect the rematch to be a little more competitive because i don't think cyborg respected nunes's power at all she I, just assumed nunes is moving up in weight she doesn't hit that hard Hard. I I, th- I she think does. I think Nunez taking out Cyborg as dominant as she was against Cyborg thirty me, seconds even dude, but like, even before the Holly Holm knockout like cemented she oh was it the had best. to I mean she was the first person to really beat Cyborg because at, at the height of Ronda everyone was Ronda Cyborg Ronda Cyborg and yeah. it never happened because that was middle of Cyborg and her steroid use yeah or whatever. correct so then Cyborg finally comes over and Nunez just brained her in forty seconds yeah and Cyborg was winning in the UFC where she had already mm-hmm. beaten Holly Holm she yep. beat, she had won all her fights in the UFC she hadn't lost man. It's and, and, and the to way, do it the way, way she did as dominant, dude. and you know and everyone thought that Cyborg would be the one to drop her. People thought Nunez would have to get like a TKO. She knocked her out cold. Mm-hmm. So incredibly impressive, without question, the greatest female mixed martial artist of all time. Holly Holm, in her own right, is arguably the greatest female combat sports athlete of all time. She's an 18-time boxing champion, a kickboxing champion, female boxing hall of fame. She's in the boxing hall of fame in general. Bantamweight and, champion. And then, you know, she she, she lost the title to uh, Misha Tate. Misha Tate lost it to Amanda Nunes. That was a Nunes. huge upset. That was a huge yeah. upset at the time. Um, and she was beating, Holly Holm was beating Misha Tate until the fifth round when Still, Misha choked her out cold. Dude, a lot of respect for Holly, too. Holly's a great, awesome. 
which is it, awesome. In that loss, went out like a light instead of tapping. Yeah, like exactly. A well, because if she didn't get choked out cold, she would have won she the decision. Won the she was yeah. up four rounds to one. Maybe it I might forget, be three dude, that, to two. That, that that did go deep into the fight. Yeah, that it was, was in the championship round. round. Yeah, right. UFC two hundred. Yeah. Um. So very impressive in the main event that was, was uh, the yellow mat. John Jones that. against Tiago Santos. A much more interesting fight than I was expecting how it did, to be. How did that go? Um. John won, but it was very very close. Some people scored it for Tiago Santos. Really. Um. John went the distance. It went five rounds. Oh, um, shit. I had it two two uh, two, uh, two rounds apiece going into the fifth round, and then I had John winning it slightly. Not a lot happened in the fight. It was an extremely technical fight. John Jones' game plan baffled me because he only shot for a takedown once. He didn't really even try to clinch. He stayed on the outside, and he openly admitted after the fight, like our game plan was, we knew he had the most knockout power of anyone we've ever fought, so we didn't want to give him a chance to do that. And Santos that- fought incredibly intelligently. He didn't try brawling. He did the one thing that no opponent does to John Jones is that when he gets close, rather than let him hit you on the way out, wing bomb so he isn't comfortable throwing one of those weird kicks. And he did clip John a bunch of times, but John, people don't realize how good his chin is. Yeah. He's got a jaw on well, him. I've I, never seen him rock. I mean, Plus I, the I, ring rust he's had. Yeah, I mean, there basically, was only, over the last five years, he's barely fought. Who, John? Well, he's yeah. fought a lot recently. There, there, there he was just a, fought yeah. Gustafson a couple months ago. Well, he's I was going to say, the first time he fought Gustafson was the only time I seen him actually in trouble. Yeah, he and, wasn't... Well, and, and Vitor, but that's He wasn't it. in trouble in this fight. Like, this is one of those fights where I usually don't like the the idea of that you have to beat the champ, but when there isn't a lot of damage, I do think that you have to beat the champ. It was a very technical fight, methodical. I definitely think John won it, but it was close enough where it was it was iffy. It, it could was, like it just yeah. Like, it yeah. was one of those ones where not like there was any, the guy injured his knee in the first round or he had a knee injury coming in, so he couldn't really like plant and throw. John had to be carried because um, he couldn't put any weight on his leg. Really, um, so they were both pretty busted up. But he won. I I don't know what's next for him. Um, I guess I'm assuming if he stays at light he- heavyweight, I I think he's gonna do one more light heavyweight because the guy that just knocked knocked Rockhold out was number three in the world, I believe. So, so he's got to be a title shot. Yeah, now? Jane uh, J- uh, Jan Blackowitz, I think okay. his name is. A uh, really good grappler hits very hard. Um, not really a matchup for John. I, I don't. Cormier is the only one I see being a challenge. There's no, also no big names for him to accomplish. No, he's already I mean, he's, through, he, he went through during his first run. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, then, but then even you know, you thought Gustafson after the first fight would have put up a better fight in the rematch, nope. and it yeah, was nope. John crushed him. John was just binging, binge drinking, doing coke leading up to the first Gustafson <laughs> fight, and he still won it. Yeah, the first DC fight. Yeah, the first DC fight. And, I mean, I think the DC fight at heavyweight's the most interesting. Hey, hypothetically here, let's just put it out there. Stipe beats Cormier in the rematch. How about Stipe and John Jones? That would be awesome. I'd watch that. that. I'd, I'd, right I'd I would that. be down for that. That's a really good fight. Stipe might have a better chance just based on being a different style. If Jones goes up to heavyweight, how much do you think Dana tries to... Uh Get Lesnar to come out. Of There's, the I don't think that's happening. I think Lesnar was never any intentions of coming back because he can't pass the USADA testing. Can't he? Can't. I mean, you saw what he looked like when he fought Mark Hunt. Oh, well, with, was, the, with the diverticulitis. Well, no, yeah. I'm just talking about the size oh, no, he was. That's, uh, yeah, well, the diverticulitis. But I just think he he knows that he's 43. Like he yeah. ain't young. And you're talking. Let's say hypothetically, he did want to come back. By the time he does, he's 45. He'll be like the second oldest person ever to fight in the UFC to Ken yeah. Shamrock. Like Randy that, Couture. That doesn't go well. Um, I think Ken. Sh- I think. I think Kotor's oldest fight, he was 45. He might have been. Well, I was, he was champion well, no, at 44. He was for, yeah, 44. Well, that's when Lesnar knocked him out for the title. Mm-hmm. No, he might have been 45 by then. He was, I know yeah. he was 44 Shit, when yeah. he versed um, Tim Sylvia. No, um, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah, true. 
man, I don't know. He lost um, the title like a, what a year after that. <coughs> yeah, but there's some good fights coming up. Uh, Israel Azdanya against Robert Whitaker. If That'll Whitaker be fun. stays healthy, that's a really good fight. Um, what else? I mean, they announced Cyborg fighting. You got Robbie Lawler and Colby Covington that in looks, Jersey. Yeah, I, I, dude, I want. Why don't you, I want why Lawler. You sh- are you going to be around that weekend? You should go to that fight. I'm not going to be around, but I think you're going to uh, go. I might. Well, yeah. uh, August third. Uh, at Prudential, uh, I might I'm actually because yeah, um, Taylor and Aaron and Jelani they're are all, all coming down. Yeah, yeah, they're all. Co- I won't be around. But Spooner, we might have to. Yeah, yeah I think I think Manfro's going. Like you guys definitely should go because that's a really good fight. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk. Um, we'll I, talk. I'm actually excited for that one. Um, I'm trying to think what other big fights they announced. What's the uh, What's, what, it, Cormier is, and Stipe? Is, uh, is, uh, is Holloway fighting anytime soon or no? Uh, Frankie Edgar in a couple yeah, weeks. Really? Yeah, oh, he's fighting Frankie Edgar, which is or what about they were supposed to fight two times previously. So correct, and that's a great fight. Or what about Brian Ortega? I don't think Brian Ortega has anything announced. Right now, uh, Josh, Google Brian Ortega. Say, Brian Ortega. Really quick. I mean, because he had a. I mean, even though he Brian lost, Ortega he had a great, next fight, bro. He had a great showing against Max. Yeah, he was fight. awesome. He was yeah. awesome in that. Um, let's see what Ortega's next fight is if they have one. Oh, they're gonna. Oh, he's he's not really fighting Zabit, is he? Because that is an awesome fight. That's, that's from YouTube. That's no, an old video. Is, that's not is, real. Is that, uh, that, that's Khabib's. Uh, yeah, Zabit, who is an animal. And you got Habib fighting Dustin Poirier in Abu Dhabi, which is an amazing fight. Yeah, what, that's a title unification match, right? Or? No, no. Habib is the full champ. There is no uni- uh, um, interim right now. I don't believe it, Lee. I don't know. No, that's, it, that's, no it's Dustin Poirier, because Dustin Poirier, Poirier yeah, is, he, he yeah. was uh, That was an interim title yeah, fight, wasn't right. it? Yeah, because, uh, yeah, because he, was, he was 145. I can't fucking they keep up with this internship. Yeah. yeah. I think Habib is going to fuck Dustin up, but he I presents so a too. completely different type of challenge because he's very good off his back. I would like he's to see Max ex- versus Habib. That's what I would like to uh, see. After honestly. seeing what happened to Max at, against Poirier, I don't want to see that because he, dude, what makes Max good at 145? He completely loses at 155. He looks slower. He had no power at all. Right. And Habib's chin, chin is sick. I I know he would get absolutely demolished. Really? By, I, I, I used to want to see that fight. It was supposed to happen at one point. Yeah. After seeing how poor he Look oh, at 155. That, I have no. That interest. was when Bisbing called him out because he had the he had the concussion. Remember? Yeah, he, was he did the at, interviews and he was all slurry and, and shit. Yeah, and, and, and Bisbing called him out on. I was like, you correct? Right? Yeah, right. Correct. Yeah, I remember that. So I, I don't want to see that fight. I'd be more interested in seeing Connor and Max again, which I think is plausible down the road. Um, I, I'm trying to think what are the other titles we yeah, have. Yeah, because he beat Max when Max was Max, Max was, was first Max twenty. Years old. It was his third UFC yeah. fight. Um. Uh, yeah. So they were both pretty young in the sport at that point. But I would love to see that rematch. I think Frankie and Max is going to be a fantastic I'm say fight. Ma- Max was the first person to take Connor outside of the third. Or yeah, the UFC was the correct, first person yeah. to take him to decision. decision correct. Right. Yeah. But um, I'm the I'm very interested to see how Max bounces back because that fight with Poirier, the kind of damage he took in he it, took a beating. Dude. Is the kind that. A lot of guys have a hard time coming back from. Like that's like one of those like life changing fights. That, like that, your chin is different. That was like when King just absolutely kicked the shit out of JDS. Yeah, the the Santos. Yeah, Santos never was never the same. But you know what's so weird? Like we're talking about guys' chins. You know who has suddenly developed a chin? And he doesn't get knocked out anymore. Is Andre Arlovsky. He's like really. 43. He used to have bro, the most class. Dude, his last he, like eight fights sport. have gone to decision dude, fighting heavyweights. Last person to knock him out was Ninganu. Dude, he's and which is saying a the lot. The wind used to knock him dude, out. Ar- Arlovsky <laughs> is on is on the receiving end of so many highlight reel knock. Dude, I mean, going back even further. What's the one where he went for a flying? He went for like Fedor, a, Fedor, and the Fedor fight, him out affliction. Cold. Bang! Yeah, he went. He was doing pretty well against Fedor. He wasn't landing clean, but he was dictating the pace. And then he backed Fedor into the corner. Can you pull that up, Josh? Fedor Orlovsky knockout, please, on YouTube. Dude, it's one this of the craziest things ever. Is honestly, you could just pull up the fight. And because I this fight is short, and Arlovsky like people always thought Arlovsky would have a good chance against him. Yeah, go ahead and play this. Let's see. Walking hell with Fedor. I was going to say, jump past all the intros and shit, and just to the fight. 
Yeah, go like right there. I think you Let's should be right there. Yeah, right, no. th- go right, yeah, right there. there. Yeah. What was this, Bellator? Or? No, Affliction. Affliction. That yeah. Affliction yeah. used to be a thing? Jesus. Yes. Affliction yeah, remember that? They had, what, two fights? Yeah, they, right. they had three, three, and then the fourth one got canceled. Arlovsky's no slouch, man. Dude, this He's is what Arlovsky, Arlovsky left the UFC on a winning streak, and they were burying him on the prelims because they didn't want to pay out his contract Look, or resign him. He caught Fedor nope. right there. Arlovsky was piecing him up. He was boxing him up, but Fedor wasn't getting hit like clean. He was slipping a lot of it. Yeah, right. I'm saying, but he, he got tagged a couple times. Yeah. But Fedor's just weird, man. It's like well, he was so methodical. He's just like watching him throw. It almost doesn't look like he, like, like he fought like Fedor an assassin. Fedor always took a yeah. beating too. Yeah, he just kept coming, coming. Yeah. Dude, the Kevin Randleman slam. The That's German one of the most epic watch. things oh, yeah. I've ever watched. And then he's like the Terminator. He, Bro, what, what, would and what he, tap, him. he taps him out with a Kimura, what, yep. three minutes later? Yep. And pride. Like you could Jesus. see the way Arlovsky, Arlovsky's mistake, and maybe this is why his chin has been a little like shit on too much. He always, and it was the same thing when we saw him fight in um, Strike Force. He was yeah. just backing up in a straight line. It yeah. was when he fought Brett Rogers. He, he backed yeah. straight so he, up. He wasn't circling. He was out. never circling around. He was always good moving forward, but so he just he, stayed here. Yeah, yeah you he, can't do he that. He never had a good fight IQ. Not once. It's just like he just liked the fight. He yeah. liked the throw. You know, it's, it's kind of like when I think but of... But he, uh, was, he was winning all these exchanges. It wasn't like he was uh, close to hurting Fedor. Look, he caught him with an uppercut Yeah, right caught him there. with an uppercut. That's we nice, used to man. call this the sport of Arlovsky because he had his own style. All the sport of yeah. Arlovsky. He's, uh, I'm a master in the sport of Arlovsky. He's got Look him. at Fedor's balance was so good, that Bite Sambo. You. Bite him. <laughs> Kenyatta, who do you think wins here? <laughs> the white guy. Uh, uh, the the guy with the Russian line. Oh, the, the Russian, the Russian, the Russian. Uh, they're both Russian. Russian. The Russian or the Belarusian? <laughs> yeah. Arlovsky. No, it, it's either Arlovsky or Emilianenko. Which one's Russian? Yeah, <laughs> Arlovsky or Emilianenko. Who's more Russian? <laughs> the the co. The co. The co. Oh my god. This was. I re- oh my god. I remember. Dude, this was crazy live. Oh, yeah, the one with the beard. This was, and the, the fight one with before the beard? this, Fedor had fucked up Tim Sylvia in 30 seconds. He just threw haymakers at him and choked him out. Well, especially Tim Sylvia being that big. He got a big-ass head. He just came in. At it. And Sylvia didn't Dude. move all that well, if I remember correctly. But Sylvia, like, it's easy to shit on him, but at the time, Sylvia was one of the fi- hardest fighters to game plan for. Because everything he, How he, tall was he, 6'7"? Six, 6'7", seven? Six, seven, yeah. He, was, he, he, he should be a Hall of Famer. As much as I don't like him, he should be a UFC Hall of Famer. Yeah. All right, this is it's coming up. This dude, this was crazy live. Yeah, that's a good break. See, I like that. I, I was like when big. You have to reps. do them, you have to do them quicker when it's in a ring. Yeah. It, it's weird watching. It's like boxing ring is what it is. Yeah. It's weird. It's a little bit bigger. Shit. Here's the push kick. I think. Arlovsky push kicks him into the corner. Ooh, see, hit him with a good right there. Mm-hmm. Push kick now. Let's see. It's coming up. We're getting there. What, uh, what's the time? Well, on you got to hear the reaction of the crowd, so we'll be quiet for a second. Just let the commentary play right after the push kick. Let's see. Push kick. Come on. Changing levels well, too. Ooh. But see, Fedor kind of. Here it is. Here it is. Ready? Oh. Boom! <laughs> Jump right into it. Into an overhand right. Oh, my God. Straight down. Good night. Insane. Yeah, man. That was. Uh, That's crazy, bro. Dude, I. It's a shame where Fedor's at now. Now Bellator's doing his retirement tour. And last time we saw Fedor fight, and he got manhandled by, uh, um, no, uh, Bigfoot Silva. We saw him fight Bigfoot Silva, and Bigfoot kicked the shit out of him. It was coming off his first first loss to Verdum. Um, 
The other, only other thing I had today, um, so the first Raw of the Paul Heyman era was Monday night. I was with you when it was going on. I wasn't watching it live, but I was. I told you just the little thing was Corey Graves said, holy shit, on live TV. And they didn't censor it either, which Correct. Crazy. Yeah, and I heard Kofi Kingston uh, flipped uh, fl- off. He flipped uh, off Kevin Owens. Okay. That, uh, no, uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. From what I understand, SmackDown was more or less the same besides that yeah. because Bischoff didn't take over yet. But holy shit, this week's Raw was the best one I've seen in years. Really? The way it flowed, they went with edgier content. They were working a pregnancy angle, which yeah. Maria Canellis is actually pregnant, but they actually talked about edgy things. They were saying bitch regularly. The whole way the flow showed, it, the the show flowed, the flow felt, showed. it felt like an old Raw. And you could tell Paul Strowman, Heyman, you know, Paul the, Heyman, um, the, 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 going the, NXT, the, the NXT tab, tag team coming in. Oh uh, yeah, the, what was it? Crime Time 2. Street Profits. And yeah, because Heyman loves them apparently. Yeah. And I knew Heyman was involved when I saw that Mike and Maria Canellis were on there because Paul Heyman loves Maria Canellis. Yeah. He said that she's one of the smartest minds he's ever worked with in professional wrestling. And just for one episode to be that different, just with Paul Heyman really calling the shots, gave me like a big glimmer of hope. And now yeah. I'm actually going to watch Raw tomorrow live. I'm excited to see if they continue it, uh, where they go with it. If now that Vince, apparently Vince was very, very happy with Raw this week, if he's going to trust Paul Heyman to make the right decisions a little more. I think he trusts him more than Bischoff. Yeah, probably, but I think he uh, the reason he put Bischoff in again is because he'll be working with the network one on one. Of course, and yeah. of course, the network is already asking to get Donald Trump involved in the first uh, yeah. episode because they, they want to do like a tribute to the troops kind of thing yeah. and get a message. And Trump is obviously very um, loved by the military. Um, I, I, he is, he is, he is. So they want to do it like it's pandering. But we also know the McMahon family is very close with Trump. Correct. We're yes. well aware yes. with that. Um, which I don't care, dude. Like, yeah. do it. If, if dude, if it's an entertaining character, it's, it's it'd be smart because if. If Donald Trump does anything, he gets people talking. It's a business. They, yeah. Exactly. He's yeah. going to get the views and everything like that. Exactly. It's, it's I don't business. think they necessarily need to go back to Attitude Era type stuff, but they needed to do more edgy content and pull away from the PG era because the people that are buying wrestling stuff now, the shirts you see in Hot Topic are all being bought by people ages like 13 to 26. Yeah. And they're way more into the AEW side of things because it feels more authentic. It doesn't more feel real. like it's a produced wrestling match. They're making it up on the fly. They're not having a ref whisper to them. You have two minutes to do the false finish. They did a false finish on Raw this week with the United States title. They did a dusty finish. Oh, wow. With Ricochet and uh, AJ oh, like, Styles. Yes, correct. They, they did, did a dusty yes. finish. I was like, holy shit. I was put like, the club back together. Yeah, too. they put the club back together. Really? They just re- Gallows and Anderson must be happy because they just re-signed five-year yeah. deals with them after saying they were going to go back to Japan. So mm-hmm. there were something, in Japan. something is yeah. changing in the water over there. Like the, the temperature's changing, for better or for worse. It'll be interesting to see, because Vince is still going to have final say, yeah. but the first and step... it's hard to produce a three-hour show. Of course it is, especially when you're trying to appease networks, and Vince th- Vince has no one telling him that something's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know for SmackDown, when it moves to Fox, I want to get The Rock on it for the first episode. Um, I'm still waiting to see when they bring Bray back in, because I'm, the Firefly yeah. Funhouse stuff has been so great, and I don't know if you've noticed on Raw and SmackDown See where both, he's going, really. On Raw and SmackDown both, since the last Firefly Funhouse aired, the puppets are backstage as, as wrestlers are like walking to there, and they show it. You'll see one of the little puppets pop yeah. back, so they're showing that he's like a Around. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what it's going to be. Because, yeah. you know, it started so like, kid-friendly, and it's kind of... It's gotten like, dark, dark it's, turn, it, but it's yeah. been so funny. 
when he yeah. did that like workout video one, <laughs> I was howling laughing. And I've always been a fan of his. Mm-hmm. I just think they pigeonholed him into you know bad feuds and losing matches he yeah. shouldn't lose. But it should be really cool to see. Um, all right, why don't we do last word um, and then uh, eat some pizza and hang out I'm a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. All right, uh, who's going first? Who's going first. Spooner, Spooner. Last word. Josh. Last word or hot take. Josh. Josh, you go Guess first. Guest pick. Josh, you go first. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so uh, when this, uh, when all the news broke, I wasn't that big of a fan of it, but Knicks fans and Warriors fans, you have forced my hand. The Brooklyn Nets are going to win the fucking NBA Finals oh, next year with Kyrie Irving. It. I'm serious. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them all. all. I'm serious. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Kevin Durant might not be there, but he'll be back. Not maybe by, maybe for the, for the playoffs. playoffs. He'll be back. I don't think he's going to play at all this year, personally. If, if he... If the team not plays wrong. very well during the season and he's ready to go by the playoffs, I don't see him not playing. Well, the East is so interesting because especially now that Kawhi has gone to the Clippers um, and the Raptors now are going to take a huge step back, obviously. The Sixers are still really good. The Celtics may have gotten better. Just they did may, get better. Just because maybe Kyrie's a probably better player than Kemba Walker, but the, he didn't fit the chemistry up there as well. They're going to feel the loss of Terry Rozier more For than sure. the loss of Kyrie Irving, But um, I mean, honestly. the 76ers got Al Horford, right? That's uh, a Al, Al Horford, and they re-signed Tobias Harris. Yeah. That's a big yeah. thing. you got to keep Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid happy, yeah. man. Okay. What were you going to say, Kenyon? No, no, no. Gordon Hayward, that's Go- my boy. Yeah. So he's going to step well, you're, up. He's you're, gonna, a, you're a Bulls gonna, fan. Yeah, I'm a Bulls fan. Oh, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have another three, three years. Three years. So I, I, I see right years. now, I picture the Nets as like a three to four seed in the East, which I think is fair. I think it's that's still a little optimistic. No, dude. I, I genuinely think they're the one seed. I don't know, man. The Celtics, yeah, I, I think, are still going to be really... I like Brad. I like I like what the Nets did a lot. I'm very happy with it. And they But they just traded for, what's his name, from the Hawks, Teron Prince, which is a really... I forgot they signed DeAndre DeAndre Jordan, too. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Like, you know... They've made the moves yeah, to be Spencer good. Spencer Dinwiddie's without, a damn good player. Jared KD, Allen. They've made the moves to be good. No, they have a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, dude, and, I, and Karis LeVert. Who's Karis LeVert. Great player yeah. this year. And Atkinson is an awesome coach. He's done a great job. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Uh, the Clippers are loaded. The Clippers in the West are going to be tough. I mean, now they got Paul yeah, George, but, too. Yeah, but they also got rid of... Well, they won and their mother for they Paul George, They mortgaged the too. future, obviously, Pretty to much. win in the next two years in a very competitive West. But the the... the the Thunder aren't going to be as good now that they lost Paul George. Well, you I don't know I, what's up with the Rockets. No, I, I, I well, I, I think Chris Paul's gone. I think that's going to happen. Well, they got to find someone to actually trade well, for his well, contract. That's well, the problem. You, because you can't get it reduced. It's at, twenty-eight million dollars. I think Houston's going to have a fire sale outside of James Harden. I think that's going to happen, and I truly believe that. Uh, Westbrook's gonna want out of OKC. Yeah, and the Knicks point. are gonna try getting him, and that'll be hilarious. Which I'll just jump you into my. I'll jump into mine next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I posted this question on Facebook earlier this week. Realistically, I want anyone to give me a reason why any prospective free agent would want to play for the New York Knickerbockers. There really is New York, one. and that's about it. No, and New York isn't even important anymore. Winning, I know that's winning, really the only appeal. Winning that they have. in New York doesn't mean it's winning for the Knicks doesn't mean anything, dude. Toronto had no fan base until this year. The NBA has turned into a league that There's was. You rooted for teams to where people root for players. They root for players based on the teams they go to. That's what the league has turned into. Who were the Golden State Warriors until this run? No one gave a fuck. No, that's what, really until they got Curry and built around them. There were I, there's a handful of people I knew that legitimately knew that Baron Davis and Jason Richardson and Monta Ellis played yeah. for the Golden State Brand. Warriors back then. Baron now, Davis, Brand, my boy, <laughs> who played for the Clippers. Dude, well, it was a double double machine. The, the, today, years today's of his the, the two mo- the the two most popular sports in America are the NBA and the NFL. And if and by the NFL comparison, no, there wasn't a single Patriots fan alive until this dynasty. Correct. There were no Patriots fans outside of Boston. Now they're the eighth most popular team in the league.
based on the most recent thing they did on that. But what reason would any player want to play for the Knicks? They haven't won at, what, since when? Uh, what, what year was it? When they Phil, were a two seed a couple when, years ago. They were a two seed and they got bumped. They, Correct. What, yeah. what, they win, what they won? Fifty six games and they still got really? bumped in the first since round? they made two, against the Spurs in ninety nine. Yeah, I, listen, I got to be honest. A lot of stars see what happened with uh, what transpired with like between Phil Jackson and Carmelo Anthony. Even more so, they saw what happened yeah. with James Dolan and Charles Oakley and, and how Charles they treat Oakley. players, and former especially players. Oakley, who was a part of like and then the, Ewing, John Starr, and then, of that, course, yeah. that scumbag James Dolan to go on the radio and talk about Oakley being an alcoholic and shit like that. The, who the fuck are the, you, the NBA, dude? The NBA isn't like it used to be, where you didn't you you in the NBA back in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. You trained with guys that were either not in your conference and not, or on your team. Those are the only guys you train with. Now, guys that are rivals, players on the the Nets and the uh, the seventy sixers will train together in the off season. It's a fraternity. When, especially and when you start burning players, you train like with your that. friend. Yeah. And but I think the, the other thing that hurt them was the Kristaps trade because Porzingis is a well liked player in the league, and he told everyone like it's a fucking circus, it's a fucking joke. There's well, no there's, it, it, there's there's none of that New Jersey Nets, Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers rivalry. Grown anymore. up in the the nineties, the Knicks and we're, the Pacers. We're, 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 what, we're Jason okay. Kidd and Kenyon Martin are talking Richard shit. Jefferson. And Richard Jefferson, Richard Jefferson, Kerry Kittles, the Cambodian. Collins trying to blow them. <laughs> these guys, these guys talking shit to the 76ers yeah. who were fucking no one. Absolutely, outside of Allen Iverson. And then remember Lynn Sanity. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Knicks were hot shit. Of course. Well, huge, dude. Because when the Knicks are huge. good, they are they are incredibly and he's popular. Got a ring. Mello doesn't. Yeah, so. he does. Have, I, dude, someone made a highlight video of Jeremy Lynn's <laughs> finals highlights, and one of them was him just dribbling the ball and going. <laughs> there, there was a video. It was like of a great Knicks legend, Amari Stoudemire, and then, oh. and then, and then. Jesus. See, that's he was a Suns dude. Dude, good with the Suns. Well, the Knicks he was with injured the with the Knicks. Yeah, well, they the signed micro, him on a bum knee. Correct. It's a microfracture, which is probably why they didn't go all in under well, Same shit that fucked up Blake Griffin. Amari in the the playoffs, he punched a fire exti- a fire oh, extinguisher yeah. and cut his hand open. I wonder if that's yeah. still a Twitter account. Dude, you know you know much money Amari Stoudemire makes in Israel playing basketball still. Dude, and Amari's like a cool dude. What does he make playing in college? Dude, he, no. makes he got rich playing for the Magic. He got rich playing in Orlando. Everyone knows that. No, he, Check out rich in college. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Did I just fart? Did I? But <laughs> the whole thing, like, Knicks fans don't seem to understand that it, it doesn't mean as much anymore. Like, in the NBA, the most popular team in the league rotates yearly. It rotates based on the players on the team. The Heat were the most popular team when LeBron was there. Yeah. They were incredibly popular when they had Shaq and Wade. The Clippers were never popular. They were popular when it was like the DeAndre CP3, and Blake yeah. and CP3 dunking. The The Celtics and the Lakers are the two oh, teams that will always remain popular. Shit. The Correct. Lakers and the Celtics will always be popular because they are, you know, those Spurs dynasties. Spurs have had the last 20 years. Spurs, but the Spurs never got popular despite yeah, being a dynasty no, because, because you know, they, they played fundamental game, basketball. You know. The Spurs weren't fun to watch. They Played fundamental correct. basketball. Yes, correct. The pick Spurs were fun to watch until Kawhi Leonard got there. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. And they at the play, end of Tim Duncan's career, they played pick yeah. and roll, tough defense, no dunking. There's a reason why no, Tim no Duncan was called the fundamental. Who yeah, cares yeah, yeah. about a seven footer that's hitting bank shots? Yeah, dude. And he's the, one of the, best the, NFL, ever. Oh, no, the, the thing with the NBA is you all you need is one player. To change the team, yeah. Certainly. Look at the Clippers. You know, you need, no, look at Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Look at that roster, bro. Well, they were a Kawhi's, good team before Kawhi got there, but they, they didn't were okay, a tra- dude. They were an okay team dude, with Demar Derozan. DeRozan. Yeah. Lowry was a damn good player. But for the, them. the but thing is, Derozan was never the guy. Yeah, he was. Exactly. A good, he's a good. He's a good three. If you have a big three, he's the third in that. He's the Chris Bosh. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um. I just again, the, the Knicks and uh, they they were they go out and say they were concerned about Durant's medicals, but Durant Bull wouldn't e- shit. They, Durant wouldn't even have a meeting with them. They 
canceled their meeting with Kawhi because Kawhi was never going to sign with them. They're going to have a hard time. They're going to have to home grow. Josh, am I doing this at the end after the hot takes or after we're done recording? No, after the hot takes. Okay, right, we'll have something to do, and I got to just trust me on this. Okay, I figured. Um, yeah, right. All right, so uh, Kenyatta, no. you have the mic. Oh. So it's your hot take. You want him to? Yeah, give it to Kenyatta. Hot What's, take. Hot take. Anything. Last word. Could anything. be about anything. Do we need more black people on the show? I think so. He's actually going to go. No, no. He goes, actually, uh, I think you need less. Yeah. <laughs> My hot take, sports, movies, anything. anything. Michael Jackson did not do it. Ooh. He did not do those kids. <laughs> <laughs> but OJ did it. But. <laughs> <laughs> on second thought, no. He did. <laughs> All right, Spooner. So I got one for both of you. The Giants end the season with a better record than both the Broncos and Dolphins. <laughs> you can shut the fuck up, man. I'll, I'll tell you, you that. kidding me? I'm going there. I'm going there. Better wide receivers, better offensive line. Who's your better wide Who's receiver? Who's he throwing to? <laughs> yeah, I'll wait, I, wait no, better yet. I, I, Sterling Shepard. He's Golden Tate. I had a terrible fucking Russell Shepard. Because you got Saquon Barkley, you're going to win 10 fucking games? I didn't say that. I said they're going to have a better record. That's what you just said. No, I said they'll have a better record than the Broncos. I am Flacco. You I have more faith in Joe Flacco than Joe I do Flacco's that piece than... of shit from Duke. What are you talking about? They're the same um, fucking person. Okay, I'm actually going to agree with Spooner if Jared, of course L- you are. If Jared Lorenzen was the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Flacco he's, is he's, an old... It could be probably... What's war- Eli? Eli is Flacco. Flacco is Eli. What are you talking about? Finkel is Ihorn. Yeah, Ihorn is a man. Your entire careers are based on good postseason runs. Oh! Flacco won, Eli two. Yeah. And the second year, Eli carried that team. But I'm not saying whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, their defense carried... Their defense was 31st. And their de- what they do in the postseason. No, 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 That no. second time when they fu- fucking shut down Kaepernick and the 49ers. Yeah. Give me a break. Come on. No, he's Eli- talking about the Giants, I think. Yeah. No, I'm talking about... Uh, when, no, the they, Broncos they, defense uh, when they won. You actually yeah. trust... And they shut down the Patriots so you offense actually, again no. in the second so, Super Bowl. So that means, Micah, you think that your yes. team is going to go 9-7. and seven. Yes. No, I no. think I think at best they're 8-8. Eight eight. Realistically, you play a very tough division. Six and ten. Your division's tougher than his. Not the, Giants? Uh, the Redskins are better than the Giants. The Cowboys are better than the, the Giants. And the Eagles are better Eagles than the are Giants. A lot better you have a better, co- you have better coaching staff. I think Definitely the Cowboys win coach. that division, but the other no. I think the Eagles win the division. No. Yeah. What, dude? They have the best coaching staff in the league. They, they have, have the, no offense, dude. But Wait, they have they have enough players all around. Washington, They're well rounded. Have, what is Jay Ajayi coming back? He's not. He's not. The Eagles. You have Wentz, who can't finish out a season. And Eli can finish out a season, and that's worse. I'd ra- no, it's true. The, the Giants did not do enough to improve to Listen, be better than either of these I teams. So. I, it's I, close. I think a very a young team. I will always I'm not saying they're a playoff team. Dude, I, I think will, they're going to do better than the Broncos. If Eli Manning the- doesn't start the season, that's because you guys start 0-7. I will always admit that when comes crunch time, Eli flips a switch that very few not people can do in the, the, in the postseason. There are very few people who can do sure. it. Now... To say that it's going to be better than the Broncos, nah. The Broncos son. have a better offense and I'm, a better and I'm defense. I'm saying this respectfully, not telling you go fuck yourself. Just yeah, just wait. That's but coming. Go fuck next. yourself. <laughs> no, serious. Because you lost a lot of big pieces. You lost Landon Collins, who was one of the best safeties Correct. in the league. You, you all you have is Saquon. On but offense. was he worth eighty four million? Um, um, we're gonna for what fi- he did oh for your defense, dude, probably. Dude, we're gonna find out <laughs> when, when you got to play him twice. Yeah, they, when, the Giants have a very young defense. But like they very young. About the Giants last few years, no, and but, it's no, the same but, thing. Like, my, the Giants' ownership structure is completely shit to bed. They, it, the, the problem is I'm, from the top. You down. have I'm, the best offensive line in probably eight years. I, that's saying I, well, that's no, not saying not, against, against Nate Solder. Nate Solder was one of the worst free agent signings in the yeah. last. You couple have Hernandez, years. who's in his second season. He's been okay. You have your center, okay. starting center back. I will listen. I will say you getting Zeitler back Zeitler. for the for the, for the, the, the old question, J trade the right, was a great. 
this I, I understand. It's going to come down on the same thing. They, Dude, they, won't, they won't be able to take the tops off defenses they because they don't have someone that goes downfield. There's going to be nine people Golden in the Tate box. Is 40. You don't have a tight end that you can trust. Golden Tate has Evan the most missed tackles in the last Evan five Ingram's years. Yeah, but Evan, Ingram, Evan Ingram drops the ball too much. And he can't block at all. You can, can only have one down. We know that we he's can't a, block. He's, he's a glorified wide receiver. But he's your one wide receiver. Dude, Shepard's numbers are going to Shepard's going to have all garbage time yards. He's a fool's gold because he's a fantasy wide receiver, not a guy that helps your team win. He's solid, not great. He is fool's gold Victor Cruz. I will take Golden Tate over Sterling Shepard. Me too. They're both the same thing. But Golden Tate has had multiple 1,000-yard seasons. He's got some of the most sure hands. He's a vicious well, look blocker. Look at Shepard's best season when everyone went down injured. Gold, yeah, Golden Tate is garbage time yards. Golden Tate is Heinz Ward. Uh, yeah, he's not that same guy. But he's, he's that's his style of play. He's I'm not saying. as good a blocker, but he's that style of play. But the Giants, to me, they're a five-win team again. I don't think they did enough to improve. I think Eli's a year worse. If the Giants win, 10, if the Giants win six games, it's a great season. I think that I think the, six games. I think the Eagles. And that's, and that's, saying, and that's if that kid. If that's if that kid starts minimum eight games. Yeah, well, the problem happen. is if he starts I think eight games, realistically they are a 6-10 and ten team, yeah, right. but I don't think Miami or Denver is a 6-10 team. I, don't I think, think Miami is more of a 6-10 and ten team. I think Denver's more of a 500 team, and I'm not just saying that Miami, biased. Miami always honest. has those weird years when you think they're going to stink, yeah. and then they I, surprise you, and listen, then when they're good, you're, they're terrible. Listen, offensively, Philip Lindsay, right, who finished second to Saquon, who, my, in my yeah. opinion, should have won it. Undrafted. You got Joe Flacco, proven veteran, on a pretty good running back that got hurt last year that's coming back. What's his name? The uh, Freeman? Royce Freeman yeah, from Royce Oregon. Freeman. He's yeah. awesome. Um, we just drafted Noah Font from Iowa, who's a killer tight end. He's going to put up 800 yards and seven touchdowns his first year. What does Flacco do best? Yeah, tight end. Hit the scene. Yeah. Hits you know what I mean? Well, better than anyone. So how soon do you think you see your rookie QB. My, my rookie QB? Uh, the, the, next season. The Broncos the defense is so much better. Yes. That Broncos defense got even better this offseason. But they're in a harder division. They're in a harder, harder conference. conference. Listen, you're, you're but play, the, the, the Chiefs got two, you have the top two teams probably the Chiefs, got, the, the Chiefs got much worse. The Chiefs got a but lot worse. they're still worse. good. They're still, still good. I wouldn't call them the top two teams. You still got the Chargers. And you got an improving Oakland. I don't know oh, about no, that. No, I'll I'll no. I'll believe it when I see it, bro. That's my only no, thing. I'll John believe Gruden it when I see play, it. Can't, John Gruden can't coach in today's football. The Chargers, I'm indifferent I to. I want because to because I, listen, when you bring in someone like AB, that's usually they'll, that's the piece that puts you over the top. But I don't think they they were seven pieces away. Yeah, correct. Yeah, opposed, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like, it's just Oakland has this thing where they just blow up on each other all the time. Yeah, well, and that shit haircut yeah. from that. All right, fucking so owner. we got we got Spooners, and so you'd be the last one left. Okay, for so I hot guess take. my only hot take last word would be fuck you guys I'm out I'm so t- I gotta go <laughs> alright we got one more thing in celebration of 4th oh, of July right, we do. that I have to do um, a it's speech hot as shit to and inspire I want the people yeah, um, give me oh you got it alright cool <laughs> are you gonna play the whole thing are we gonna do it yeah I think we're doing it whenever Josh tells me but it's gonna be mostly for a video I think more so it's nice dead air well okay so then let's timestamp it this is episode 60 if you watch I listen thank you Kenyatta Spooner for coming by we, picks, I hope you guys had thank fun you guys. Picks, thank you guys I picks this week was Incubus thank you. an album yeah. I forget the name of and your, and, and your movie was Battleship thank you to Bet DSI thank you to Blue Chew uh, Shots for Likes and Lobo Sound specifically Dan I think you had something to say I do good morning in less than an hour, listeners will join from others around the world, and you will be launching the largest podcasting battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. The word should have a new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be listening for our freedom, not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're listening for our right to live, to exist 
And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as a day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go watching into the night. We will not listen without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Woo! Woo! I'm back! Hello, boys! <laughs>